Hello and welcome to another episode of the Screen Chronicles. I'm Steve, and with me as always is Dunafash Griffin. That's right. Dunafash <laughs> was my birth name. <laughs> We're talking Outlander season yes. one today, Colby. So, yes. So we uh, got really into The Last Kingdom. And as we started putting episodes out, people were kind of telling us, uh, you guys should do Outlander too. Uh, I guess there's a lot of overlap between the fan bases. And yeah. we finally got to it. We uh, Steve got to it first. And he was like, actually, this is pretty good. You should watch this. And I just finished. And you know what? Yes, we agree with all of you Last Kingdom fans that recommended Outlander. And if there's any Last Kingdom fans that have not watched Outlander, you should give it a shot. Yeah. Uh, it was actually a, it was a pretty fun watch. It's got some similarities with the historical aspects. Uh, it's a little bit more supernatural, but a really enjoyable show. Yeah. And uh, before we get started here, too, uh, anyone, if you're new to the channel, make sure to give us a like, subscribe, all that fun stuff. If you're listening on podcasts, make sure to follow, sign up for the automatic downloads. But... Uh, what we're going to be doing today, we're going to give you a first a non-spoiler, some of our non-spoiler thoughts about the show, how we got into it, that sort of thing, a little review. And then after that, we're going to be all spoilers, and it's going to be a little bit of a recap, spoiler discussion as we're going there. Uh, so we'll let you know then when that's coming in, or we'll have the timestamp below. Yes. But anyway, like you said, we both enjoy it. And these are based on the books, too, quickly by Diana Gabaladon. Gabaladon? <laughs> Sorry for Gabaldon. 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 Mine's Kuzik. No one can say that. And, and Well, I've seen Diana Gabaldon's books. When I have, whenever I go to Barnes and Noble, I see Outlander and I see her name big on the books. And I yeah. you know, I knew it was big. But yeah, this so the first season is actually it's based off of the book Outlander. Each season's based off of one book. Right now there's eight of them actually published the ninth one is supposed to come out this year november um which is called go tell the bees that i am gone um <laughs> but the first one outlander one word the the, the newest one go tell the bees that i am gone <laughs> how many words is that go too many like okay, at least more than three okay <laughs> <laughs> but the first one came out in 1991 uh like you said it's been a gradual big hit for this show this series came out in 2014 from what I've heard, though, the show stays pretty faithful to the books, which um, which is a good thing, I think. We've, we have seen all five seasons. There are five seasons out. Season six is set to come out uh, next year, 2022. Mm -hmm. And season seven has already been confirmed that they're going to make that. So the show's, the show's coming along, but we're yeah. going to keep it only to season one here. Spoiler-free talk on that, and then spoiler talk on that afterwards yeah, we'll probably do a season per episode of our podcast what are some things you like about the show spoiler free colby yeah so like i mentioned before one thing i really like about the show is that it's got a lot of uh, history in it and there's a lot of historical accuracies as well as some inaccuracies uh, we'll help try to uh, identify those in this episode today but uh, i love learning about the scottish history especially in the first show uh season yeah. first couple seasons we learn uh, more history moving forward in the show, but we're going to kind of stick to season one today. Yeah. So other things I like about it, just like with The Last Kingdom, and if any Outlander fans who haven't seen Last Kingdom, you're likely to enjoy that as well. But the camaraderie, the bro moments, 
there's a lot of them in Outlander as well. Yeah. A lot of camaraderie uh, between the main character, James Fraser's group, um, his kind of entourage. It's actually kind of Dougal's entourage with James yeah. involved. Just, I love those. You fall in love with these characters again, uh, just like in, in Last Kingdom. And it's fun, you know, to, to get to know them. So I think those are the two big things that I love about this show. And it's just I'm, great, a great story in general, too. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you. That's that's what hooked me. Same thing that hooked us, I think, with uh, The Last Kingdom was learning about all this uh, old English and Viking history and right. mythology that we had never been exposed to before. It's the same thing with this Scottish history um, right. that I, I had really no knowledge of. And there's this really important uh, battle and other historical events that they referenced that I had no knowledge of. I've never heard of before. And it's always fun to see that and and to learn something new while also being pretty interesting, dramatic. And try to get a taste of how these people live, too. Yeah, that's the fun. I like I liked the Scottish history. I like the Gaelic mm -hmm. stuff um, that was going on. I uh, find the acting phenomenal, too. The acting's great. The, the acting's, acting's great. very, very good. And it's a, kind of the same thing. They didn't really get a whole lot of, um, I guess, when the show started, the actors weren't necessarily the biggest actors in the world. I think some of them definitely made their name through Outlander, right? Oh, yeah. This was their big, oh yeah, big moment. I think but... they were all pretty much unknown I, um, yeah. when this started. So I think the main actress, Katrina Balfe, I think she was a model or something before this, and she's actually yeah. Irish too, and she's English yes. in this. Um, which again, I love all the the Scottish. They're they're very heavy with the Scottish. Uh, Sam Hewen, Graham McTavish. Yeah, they actually they're very heavy with that in the show. But another show they did, I actually watched. That's Men in Kilt with them actually exploring Scotland. Uh, their their accents aren't very heavy at all. And mm -hmm. actually, Graham too, who who's is very heavy in the show, sounds more English mm -hmm. in in the Men in Kilts when he's just talking naturally. But anyway, yeah, I mean, the, the acting is great. Uh, the music, too, is pretty, pretty phenomenal. I mean, that was one of the things yeah. that's that always when a show gets it right. I mean, we're just going to keep talking about The Last Kingdom, but The Last Kingdom <laughs> made, it, made it unique, right? I know. With John Lune and Ivora. I would say even Vikings had a great Vikings. intro song. Yeah. Um, but, but yeah, getting Bear that intro music. McCreary, Bear McCreary. He does yeah. the composing for it. And then Raya... Yeah, Burrow, she sings the vocals to the intro song. The, sing me a song. song. Sing me a song. Sing me a song. Sing me a song. But it's but it's all good. The cinematography is great. Makes it feel gritty and yeah. and uh, and you're there. What are some of the things you didn't like about the show? Spoiler free, Colby. So I think the very first episode has to set up a lot, and I think that was probably one of the slowest parts of the show. It was just introducing everything but i don't think there's any way around it i think you have to do it um so i can see why it might take somebody a little bit to get into the show it might be kind of like what am i watching it first and you have to let it get give it time to set up so if you're going to start watching the show and you feel like the first beginning of the episode is a little slow it will pick up yeah same um there's some there's some instances i don't want to do spoilers i think they could have done better I think they could have executed a couple big moments better. I don't think it I don't think it's like a make or break, but I think they could have done a couple things better. Okay. 
and I can't really elaborate on that. Just right as far now. as like scene execution, is that what you mean? Yeah, big moments, big moments that happened okay. that I think could have been just maybe done in a different way. Okay. Um, some things that I didn't think were quite satisfying enough. Um, you know what I mean? Yeah. Okay. Some of the things I didn't like, I would say, yeah, first episode, I was pretty snoozy um, through that. And it was kind of at the at first, it was kind of confirming what I had thought about the show before I started watching it is that uh, a lot of women were recommending this. I thought it was strictly a romance show. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, this is going to be a boring romance show. No offense. But again, I've said I like this it's show. I love this show. It's not typically Steve and my taste. It, yeah. And, but. but this show is way more than that. It's about, like oh, you yeah. said, it's the historical fiction. There's battles. There's and now some, we love romance. Now we love romance. There's some so. fantasy elements. <laughs> there's betrayal. Um. There can be some times where it's a little romantic, cheesy. I would say season one, though, I don't really have a problem with any of it. No. I think it's all pretty rational, everything it's that's done. It's not till the later seasons, I think, I feel like that. Yeah, it's pretty natural, I would say. But one of the big things that might turn people off and that we're, we're going to talk about, don't worry, we have clips. They're not going to yeah. be, none of these clips are going to be shown. But there's a lot of sexual assault in this yeah. show. It's a theme of the show. It's a theme it's important of the show. to the show apparently though that stuff is pretty true to the books and i have to say there's sometimes it was too much and i'd say it is a lot spoiler free by the end of the season there's there's two episodes where it's just torture 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 and then the next episode is just all rape 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 and i am i was just so fatigued and i was ready to quit the show honestly i i probably would have quit then if not for my girlfriend still being interested in the show. And I was like, I'm trying to get her into more historical fiction shows. I'm going to push through. I'm going to go to the next season. I, yeah. If it was on my own now, I would have stopped after that because it was, and it's, it's, it's tough to watch. And we'll talk more about it when we get there. Uh, we don't want to give any spoilers or anything, but I mean, that's a theme through the whole show. It's not just the first season. It's the whole show. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's kind of weird. But it's a theme of the show. I mean, um, physical abuse is a, is a theme of the show, and it's a real thing people go through. I think she also kind of focuses on not only the abuse that happens, but how people deal with it. Yeah. Okay. But so that's kind of our non-spoiler thoughts on the show. Yeah. What it, if you had to give it a score, Kobe? What score are you giving this of first season, season? Of season one? Season one of Outlander. Ooh, season one, I'm going to give it like a solid... I'll go eight out of ten. I wanted it to be a dream, but I knew it wasn't. I'll go eight point five. We can insult you, but God help any other man that does. Because I, okay. I like I said, I really enjoyed the historical fiction stuff. Hey. But yeah, there was a lot of things. Like I said, I could have ended the show after this first season. Yeah, and yeah. and I'm I'm glad I didn't. But that's you know that's something you should think about when you're working on a show. You know. Um, Let's get into some sp- <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, so if people. You, if you haven't seen Outlander yet, stop the video or podcast here, go watch it, and then come back and watch the rest. Otherwise, let's dive right into these juicy details. Yes, yes. So, so season one of Outlander. Uh, like we said, we're going to kind of go through. We're not going to break it down episode by episode yeah. uh, like we, ha- we have with The Last Kingdom. It's going to be more I mean, of just a character, general sort of plot. Season one was like 16 episodes. Yeah, it is long. Mm-hmm. And if we were to break down every episode, I know Colby and I can just yak forever. 
we would be here for probably 32 hours or so. <laughs> Where do we even start off? We start in 1945. Yeah. It, it starts off, we're introduced to Claire Randall, the main character of the show here. Um, she was a combat nurse in 1945. And then her and her husband, Frank Randall, um, who was who played who's played by Tobias Menzies. I've recognized him from a few other things like Game of Thrones. Yes, yes. Uh, I was watching Rome recently. He's in that. Mm -hmm. Good actor. Um, he's a good very, actor. Very good actor. And he's I really good. After the show, I have a ton of respect for him as an actor. Yeah. And I the diversity freaking hate him now. <laughs> I do and I don't. I do and I don't. Oh yeah. You know? I, I, um, I understand he's not actually that person, but no, but he also, I mean, he does we're a in lot. spoiler territory. Everybody's seen the show. We're spoiler plays, free. Or spoilers. He plays like a really good character, too. He plays I mean, a... Frank Randall is a really good guy. Yeah. You know? You can tell he, he has to suppress some of his anger and stuff, but he, mm -hmm. he only acts on the good, so. Yeah. Frank, though, is Claire's husband in 1945. They've been apart for most of the war, which is World yeah. War II. And he was working for MI6 because they're both English. And uh, now they're over, they're trying to bond and connect again. So they decide yeah. to go to Scotland and he's going to be working as a historian at Oxford. Yeah. And as they're driving there, he's dropping these details about the landscape and he knows so much about the history of Scotland. And um, he's pointing out, oh, this is where the British used to use this as a, um, a fort or a, a camping site. So they might be able to like ambush enemies at this place, you know. Yeah, just dropping all these historical facts, and she seems to enjoy it when he does that. She seems to be like intrigued by the history as well. <laughs> um, and she, we find a little bit about her background too, is that her uncle, I believe, was yes. an archaeologist. Yeah, so that's so where her interest history. in history has yeah. come from, learning from him. So it seems like these two are a pretty good match because, you know, to somebody, I feel like Frank's ramblings about history might be kind of annoying, constant. Yeah, like, like my girlfriend. Her, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and mine and mine um but she loves it she seems to really enjoy hearing about it and she remembers it too as we come to find out mm -hmm. but um it, there seems though to be a bit of a disconnect between them coming yeah, back reuniting after this war they're it's off been, i think five years since they had been together uh can you imagine and, that's been the duration of my relationship i can't imagine being apart that being long apart yeah and so and I you think, didn't have Facebook or cell phones or anything back then. It was like a call on a payphone to stay in touch. Yeah. You know, still write letters too. Now yeah, letters. So they're a little bit, you know, they're not on the same page. They're trying. They both want to be on the same page at this point. There's even a point where he asks her or she's telling a story about a Scotsman she treated. Yeah. You know, and she seemed very fond of him during the story. He's wondering if she had another relation and he even says to her he's like even if you did do something with somebody else during the war he's like that wouldn't matter to me i love you so much you know it doesn't make a difference to me mm -hmm. that know? is one thing too about the show we were talking about sometimes it's cheesy but like the men in this are just so perfect and evolved you know um <laughs> like if my girlfriend i'd be like my rational brain would be like yeah i mean i understand like it, we were apart five years if you cheated, we're still married now. We're moving on. Whatever, um, it was meaningless. 
but like the primitive ape man part of my brain would be like, I'll kill you. I'll kill him. No, I know. I don't know him. how I would. I don't know Where how. Is he I now? I don't know how I would handle it. You know, it's crazy. What's social media? Yeah. <laughs> They're staying at Inverness in Scotland. Inverness, yes. Uh, they end up meeting with Reverend Wakefield. He's the historian um, who's like helping Frank go through this time period, the 18th century Scotland. Why Frank is so interested in it and why uh, they're, they're researching that specific time period is because his ancestor, Jonathan Wolverton Randall, was this captain in the the dragoons the dragoons the <laughs> i love what he says. i love that word it's a goofy it's such a name good word. Isn't it? it's a goofy but it's an awesome name it is <laughs> it's like the giant feathery hats they wear in uh you know uh like the patriot you're like they look kind of goofy but when they ride out you're like they're like evil demons those are the dragoons those are the dragoons baby and this is like what you said this is the boring part of the show to me i was just like what are we doing here you yeah. know yeah I was like, why are people telling me to watch this show? Like, it's nothing like The Last Kingdom. At this point, we already had to go fight the, the Danes, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> what are you doing? Right. And, uh, but it is. It's all important, all this setup, because it has to come in for Claire then, who's yeah. listening to all of this stuff. That's where Yeah, they, they go, go to the Castle Leoch, um, which is like a historic site, you know, in 1945, an old Scottish castle. Yeah. It's a real castle. Not. It's not called Castle Leoch. It's called Castle Dune. Yeah. Um, so you can actually go there. It's kind of, that's kind of neat. I know. There's all these places, um, yeah. like the Cregna Dune stones. They also go there. They're not a real thing, no. Cregna Dune. But, but there they, are, there yeah. are real, there are real stones. Um, Sto- there's real hinges. Yeah. Yeah. The uh, Kalanish stones on the island of uh, the Isle of Harris um, is what they're based off of. And actually, Sam and Graham, they go to that too oh, yeah. in their Men in Kilts uh, thing that's on cool. the stars, which is pretty cool. That's really cool. Um, and he also yeah. takes her to Culloden, this giant yeah. empty field of marshy battlefield and tells her this is where the Jacobite rebellion ended in 1746. And you're just like, right. what are we doing here? Frank, what are you what are you doing with us right now? That's a field. Yeah. And there's stones there for each Scottish clan uh, representing mm-hmm. the clans that died in that battle um, yeah. with the names on them. The names don't really mean anything to us at that point. But there's a stone with Mackenzie on it. Mackenzie. And anyway, so yeah, so they go to all these cool places. Um, and Frank eats her out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, but, you know, they have, that was uh, another thing. I was like they're... really surprised with the show because I, I first watched this on Netflix. If you watch it on Stars, it'll give you a rating before the episodes coming on which kind of yeah. even give you a little spoiler about what it's specific to that episode the rating yeah yeah but when i was watching it on netflix i was like oh here's this romance maybe history drama thing we're gonna be watching and then all of a sudden he just starts going down on his wife in this castle and i was like oh oh yeah oh <laughs> and, yeah and they and he's telling her all about the significance of this room in the castle and everything and it's before know. not not during Right, right, right. <laughs> Not with his mouth full. <laughs> anyway, she's loving all these details. She's learning so much about it. Mm-hmm. There's one part um, when she goes back to their, like, uh, where they're staying. It's in the middle of town. And Frank, I don't remember where he went off to, but he was out at night and she had stayed there and she was like doing her hair and she was like in her nightgown in the window. Yeah. And Frank's coming back. 
he sees this guy wearing traditional Scottish like kilt and looks like, and, and I've seen people wear it. Like even today we see at like Scottish festivals, people wearing this kind of outfit. I right? saw one go, and, I saw a guy yesterday walk by the gym with a kilt and stuff on. I was like, yeah. where is he going? Yeah, absolutely. He goes up to the guy because he knows he's staring at Claire dressing and, or doing, yeah, you know, half doing naked her hair in the room, something. doing her hair in the room. He's clothed, and, I think. And he's like, yo, buddy, what are you doing? Mm -hmm. And he goes up to touch him. And this like thing turns like to the left and vanishes. Yeah, and it's like storming. And he's like looking around and there's nothing around. And it's like that was really creepy. That's uh, what I thought. We were going to get some creepy stuff here going on. I thought that was that... cool. That it was, was cool. Really cool. And actually, I still don't think we have an explanation for that one. We Still, I would say, yeah, without getting into spoilers for the later seasons yet, we still don't know what that was about. Um, I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure that that was Jamie. Um, yeah, especially well, the second time watching it. Now that I'm saying this, I might be, it might be something else. Eventually, something happens and he gives a description, and it looks like Jamie, like word for, like just right there. I'm kind of thinking now. We know that Claire and Jamie end up getting together. Um, I'm kind of wondering now, maybe that was even Jamie's son who's coming back to look at her or something. I don't know if it was Jamie himself. I don't know. That's a just theory I just can't believe right now. I thought it looked like Jamie, especially the first time you watch it, you don't really know what Jamie looks like. So you're just like, okay. But when I watched it the second time, I really thought it looked like his hair. Yeah. And just his build, too. I was like, his that's build? definitely Sam Hewahan right there. Yeah. Whether even if it's supposed to be another character, you don't see their face. Um, yeah. So I'm but kind of yeah. I'm leaning towards it's him. At the very and least, I, it was it was Sam. Yeah, and I think that's one of the first moments I really felt like, ooh, okay, this show. That's kind of a hook for me right there. Yeah. I liked that moment. That moment mm -hmm. like really reeled me in. And they end up going to this like uh, weird. They sneak to this like festival actually. Yeah. But, uh, oh, they were... but what happened first is that the she read her hand right. Yeah, well, um, right. Mrs. Graham, Reverend yes. Wakefield's housekeeper, um, was reading Claire's hand and mentions like, "Oh, you have this line, so you have a husband, but you'll have another husband." And yeah, because she's like, like she's like, but there's another like marriage line or whatever, and she's like, "That's weird." Mm. Usually, they they break and it goes like a different direction or something. She's like, "You have two lines. They didn't break. They're running parallel." Yeah, there's and, some other hand stuff like her husband was like, I can draw your hands. I was sketching them. While I was gone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Weird. It's like uh, Quentin Tarantino's foot fetish. Yeah. With the hands. Okay. It's only this season, though, with the hands. <laughs> yeah. There's like a, in the hands of the last episode, too. <laughs> they're, they're at this festival thing i don't know they're they're at the stones though well they sneak to it because they heard about this tradition they have mm -hmm. right uh and they go and all these women like with these like sort of torches but they're like a flower torch or something it looks yeah, cool these cool candle they're wearing like robe type things and these dresses are um, very spiritual and they start just spinning in circles I really like this scene too. Just the yeah, music awesome and the, the the and it's a scene that they often like cut back to in the future seasons. Yeah, too. And Mrs. Graham is there too. 
and Mrs. Graham is there. She is a believer in uh, the goings on in Scotland, the superstitions, which by the way, is one thing I would say is probably accurate about the show. And you'll, we'll learn more about the Scottish superstitions, but apparently the people of Scotland were extremely superstitious mm -hmm. and did have a lot of beliefs that are similar to what they show in this season. Um, I don't know if that's true today. Uh, I can't, I don't, I'm not saying the fact that somebody today believed that, but um, at least back in when the time period took place, when they go back with Jamie and stuff, I think a lot of superstition is, was true. But anyway, when they leave, they go up to the stones and Claire sees this flower she really liked. And she was going to take it, but then somebody ran back. And so Claire and Frank were like, ah, let's just leave. You know, let's not get caught here. Mm -hmm. And so that's what made Claire want to go back to these stones because she saw this certain flower. Yeah. And then she goes back. She hears wow. this buzzing stuff going on and she's just by herself now. And, and then... she gets stung by like a hundred bees. <laughs> it was crazy. And that's why the new <laughs> book is called what it is. Bees, yes. leave me alone. Leave me yeah. alone, bees. And for the rest of the show, she's hallucinating because of the bee stings that like set off a chain reaction. <laughs> and she thinks she went back in time. She thinks she has this whole storyline that never happened. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, but she hears these, she hears the buzzing and the wind picks up. And she like has this compulsion to like touch this giant stone that's in the middle. I mean, who would? I know. <laughs> Never just seen something like I want to touch that. Uh, any any stone I see like that now, though, I'm gonna reenact like Claire and Jamie. <laughs> yeah. Every time. That's just the way it's gonna be. I haven't come across one yet, but I'm going to. Next thing you know, she like wakes up. Um, she's like laying on the ground next to the stone. And she gets up and she's like, oh, shit, I better go back to the car. <laughs> and she notices like the grass is longer. It just looks a little different. She goes, she can't find the car. All these British guys just start like shooting at her. I know. She like gets caught in this chase with these Scottish guys are getting chased by these British guys. Mm. And she like isn't really running away so much. She like looks up at one of the British guys and he just like turns and shoots at her. <laughs> I was like, holy crap. That's that is one thing about this season that I'm just like, what is the the fascination and the the immediate response to a threat that the British see in Claire this whole season? It's just like when they first saw her, oh, woman in a nightgown, bam! <laughs> like I would have been confused. Yeah, but he was also in adrenaline mode. Who knows what he saw? Maybe he just saw like, oh, that's not a red coat, you know, like maybe. I don't know. I don't know. So she ends up running. <laughs> she thinks she's and just like she a Walmart like, or something. She's like, oh, this is like a I know, she's mean crowd. Like, <laughs> yeah, she maybe thought it was like a reenactment or something probably, but like. But she was like, that's a real bullet. She's running away and she goes and she finds this British guy who, by the way, you would think Claire would want to trust the British redcoats because that's those are her people. Those She's British. So she sees this redcoat um, shaving by the water and I think her first reaction is, holy shit, uh, you look like it's Frank. Uh -huh. And that was my reaction, too. I was like, well, Frank? Yeah. And um, I, I thought that not maybe what was going to happen is I was like, oh, maybe we were in the future seeing all these people that are going to be like reincarnated in the past or something. I still had no idea what was going like maybe on. Maybe it transferred. Yeah, yeah. I still didn't really get it. And he introduces himself as Jonathan Randall very polite at first you know 
and you think like, okay, who's, you know, this guy, British officer, maybe it's a good thing he, you know, he found, she found him, but she's so freaked out. And he starts like, she starts to like back away and he pursues her. He like pins her against this, like this rock. And he's like, my name's and, not Frank. <laughs> yeah. It's John. Yeah. yeah. Why would you call me by my wrong name? <laughs> yeah. But he's kind of like, who are you and what are you doing here? And then he's like, He's going to start like violating her. Yeah. But then Murtaugh just comes down and knocks him out and he should have killed him. There's so many times it's just like, all right, we've knocked him out. Let's, let's just get like a knife, a sword, something, you know? Yeah. So my question is, what was the, what was the instinct of this Scottish guy to just save this woman? Like just because he's a good dude, you know, Murtaugh is the best. And we're we're talking about best bro moments. He's my he's my best bro of the whole show. He's the he's the Finnan of the show. He's the Finnan. He's the Finnan of the show. Uh for Last Kingdom fans. They get away, run away, run away, and they come to this like shack. Mm-hmm. He brings her to the shack, and inside there's a bunch of Scottish guys that had just they, you know, this was their hiding spot from the uh red coats. Mm-hmm. And this is where we meet Dougal McKenzie. Dougal McKenzie. And we meet Rupert, we meet Angus. Um, and we meet this guy standing, sitting over by the fireplace, this strapping young lad, a strapping young lad, a king of men. Yes. This man is James Fraser, James Malcolm McKenzie Fraser. Yes. Dougal is kind of like, who the, who is this girl? Who's this woman? You know, everyone's so curious about her. Yeah. Yeah. And they're like, are you a whore or whatever? Like what? Mm -hmm. And, um, I'm not a whore. I'm not a whore. But you are dressed as one. <laughs> Dougal's like, all right, well, well, we'll deal with this later. Like, uh, we got to keep going. We got to keep going. We got to fix this guy over. We got to fix Jamie over here before we keep moving. Well, I think and, they weren't even going to fix him. And then, well, they were going to fix him. They were. They were going to. Oh, they were going oh, to do shoulder it wrong. And so they. So basically, Jamie's shoulder is dislocated, completely out of socket. It looks like the whole scapula, and oh everything God. is dislocated. It looks bad so they basically get like all right hold them down and you guys push really hard <laughs> we're gonna get this thing back in there and claire sense. like claire is like stop stop because claire knows an easy fix or or the proper fix at least mm-hmm. and she's like you guys will break his arm if you do it like that and they're like what do you know um and this is kind of the first moment i think she starts earning some of their respect as a healer because she she's like you have to do it like this and they basically are like, all right, we'll let you do it. And she does it. And she's like, is it really going to hurt? But she does it quick. And his shoulder's like better. She, she, he still has to like wrap it up and put it in a sling for a while. But it worked. So they're all like, whoa. Interesting. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> I, and this is uh, at the time, it was just these were a bunch of random dudes. But uh, this is where we first see basically the core bro squad yes scott's here yes. uh we got murtog fraser who turns out to be the godfather of jamie um dougal mckenzie who we eventually find out he's the war chief to the mckenzie clan his brother Colum is the the ruler but he's like the guy with the, the muscle. laird the laird yeah. not lord laird the laird and then yeah. we have rupert he's the big guy he's like uh he, I think he's a cousin to Jamie too, he says. And then 
Angus. Right. They're cousins, but they're Mackenzie's though. Yeah, these are all Mackenzie's. Like everyone's related yeah. here. Murtaugh, Murtaugh, and Jamie are Frasers, but yeah. Jamie's also a Mackenzie because of his mother. Yeah, and that's what his name too. And I heard all the names too at the beginning. I was like, "What is with all the names, Jamie?" Yeah, but it is he actually has two last names, the Mackenzie Fraser. That's because he's his mother was a Mackenzie, but his dad's last name was Fraser. So that's the name yeah. that he keeps. That's the crew right there. I mean. We, we end up liking these guys. And one thing I want to uh, mention, too, is I like how they um, they go back and forth between speaking uh, Gaelic. Gaelic and English, which is cool. And they don't give subtitles to what they're saying in Gaelic, which is really cool. You kind of have to use, like, you know, the context, context. clues. And, yeah. um, and they do that throughout season one. And I kind of like that. that yeah. Like that. that goes away for for. Well, a couple of different reasons, but even when they're back in Scotland, we, we don't yeah. really hear that again. But we do find out, though, uh, at some point, though, that it was it was actually outlawed by the British. Mm. And we'll talk about that some other time. Yeah, I, I really like that, too. I remember the first time I was like, is my Netflix? Is it not working right? Yeah, where yeah, are yeah. This, What are they saying? Because it just kept happening. And there would be long stretches where just Gaelic is happening. And it's just like, what the? And they'll be like laughing and looking at Claire talking in Gaelic and like... <laughs> It's kind of funny. Jamie and Claire ride on the same horse as they're trying to get away. They're heading to, they're trying to, I think, get back to the castle of Leoc, and they're going a certain way. Yeah, you're like, ooh, nice. And as they, soon as I saw him and her on the horse, and they had to like snuggle to keep warm, I was like, she is going to fuck him. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you weren't wrong. Nope. So they're going, and on their journey here, Claire recognizes these rocks up on the ridge. Mm -hmm. And she remembers her husband, Frank, telling them that this was where they would ambush um, the Jacobites. So she, like, says that to Jamie. And Jamie is like, I better bring this up to Dougal. And sure enough, they get ambushed. But they are prepared for it. Well, relatively. Yeah. So they're able to, they're able to escape it. And she tries to escape, um, but Jamie finds her. Now, you really have to think about it from the Scottish perspective, because all we see is Claire's perspective. We know she's innocent. We know she's a good person, and she's, you know what I mean? Hashtag Claire Bear. Claire Bear. From the <laughs> Scottish pers perspective, you're like, this woman is British. Uh, she knows an awful lot about the British Army. Hmm. She's now coming to, like, our headquarters here at the castle. This is kind of weird. You know what I mean? Yeah. Isn't that weird? Double agent. Uh, her stories, her stories not like adding up. But by the way, Claire also doesn't use the name Randall. She's her... She uses her maiden name, Beecham, because she knows she doesn't want anything leading back to Frank because she's still confused about where the hell are we? Mm -hmm. And she doesn't really put it together until the moment that Jamie and her are looking and she's looking at the where she knew the lights of Inverness were back in 1945. Yeah. She could like see the 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 city lights, and she's like, "Where's in? Where's the city?" And Jamie's like, "It's right there," because to Jamie, it's like <laughs> that little that little, right that little flame. It's <laughs> <was> like, <laughs> see the dot? Uh, you're looking at it. So yeah, so then they go back to Castle Leoc, and that's pretty much the first episode. Now, yeah. I think we spent a lot of time on the first episode, but we kind of had to because a lot of setup. A lot you got to set this story up. She eventually she gets into contact then with the leader um, of the 
the clan Mackenzie there, Colum, as we mentioned earlier. The Laird. The Laird. She when in his office, she goes through some of his like records and stuff and finds out the the rulers who were in at the time. So she's like, all right, Mm -hmm. 18th century. Eventually she finds out she's in 1743. That sort of helps guide her out with what she is. But uh, Colin, though, the leader is Jamie's uncle, him and Dougal, their brothers. Mm -hmm. They're his uncle from, they're the brothers to his mother. Right. And he suffers from, I don't know how to say it, but some sort of syndrome where you just get genuvalgum like crazy. Yeah. He's got those bow legs. Crazy. And I just like, I was just thinking we we're going to see his legs snap at some point. <laughs> I, re- oh my I God. remember you texted me and you said, you said, don't spoil it if it happens, but are his legs going to snap? <laughs> I thought it was going to happen. I, I, I really did. I was so disappointed that it didn't after you sent me that. I was just like, oh, shit. I never even thought and of that. I know. Uh, we come to find out that actually Jamie's like not really in the castle. Jamie's kind of like in the horse barn. He's not really hanging around. He's kind of laying low. Yeah. In time, we come to find out it's because he's he's pretty much hiding and and Dougal and um, Colum and Colum are kind of giving him refuge mm-hmm. because Jamie's a wanted man to the Redcoats. Yeah. What happened was this big part here, obviously, is that Jamie was flogged first his place in Lollybrook. That time it's actually right. Their farm, him and his sister were attacked by some redcoats. Uh, Randall wanted to rape his sister, as he does with everyone. Um, Jamie tried to stand up for um, and he yeah, and he got taken away. And then from there, he was flogged twice. And that's why he has this crazy amount of scars on his back. And yeah, then so apparently he was... after he escaped, he was accused of murdering some guards. And when we eventually find out that actually Randall murdered these guards. Blamed it on Jamie. And... Yeah, blamed on Jamie. And that's why he's a bounty on his head and he's wanted man. Wanted man. That's just you know important tidbit to know. And it's kind of the reason why Jamie's not where he really belongs at Lallybrook. He's not really supposed to be with the McKenzie clan, um, even though he technically is a McKenzie and they do, you know, he is their nephew. Yeah. Um, they're pretty much doing him a favor by letting him hang around there. Claire basically tells the story that she needs to get, I think she needs to get to Inverness, right? Yeah. Because she needs to travel to France, I think, with her. her yeah. France. Um, and Cullum seems pretty educated. Seems like he's been through some stuff mm-hmm. and he's like quizzing her. He's very skeptical of her. And I actually like, I like Colm a lot at first. I don't really dislike him at any point, but um, I think he kind of does some like Alfredy type stuff. Yeah. You know, some like things that make you mad, but like at the same time, he's from his perspective, it's the smart move. Mm-hmm. Um, but at first he kind of agrees, you know, in five days we have this cart that's going to Inverness. You can like hitch a ride. You know, you just have to hang out here for, I don't know if it was five, a few days. Um, and then you can get back. And Claire's like, good, I'm going to get back. I'm going to get to the stones. I'm getting the heck out of 1743. We've all been there. Yep. So she's like, okay, I'm just going to hang out this week. They do stuff. They try getting her drunk, try to get more information out of her. They think she's like a spy. Um, she even like sees 
this part was crazy. She sees Dougal McKenzie playing with a kid out in the courtyard and like being very affectionate with this kid. Mm-hmm. And she is like, oh, that's really sweet. So at dinner in front of everybody, she's like, I saw you playing with your son earlier. It was, oh, God, it was so cute. And they're all like, like Dougal's like, <clears throat> shoot. <laughs> Uh, turns out that um, it is Dougal's son, but publicly it's Colm's son yeah. because Colm can't have kids, I think, because of his his uh, disease. Yeah, and that's one yeah. of the big uh, parts that's the drama here at Castle Leoch here. We mentioned Jamie hiding out. We have also have, though, the Dougal and Colm. Even though they're brothers, they're kind of at Aussie with each other because Colm is the leader, but he isn't as physically capable as Dougal. He's a great leader, but then like he can't sire his own son. He right. needs Dougal to go out and collect the rent, things like that. But at the same time, Dougal isn't as rational. He's not as patient. Oh. So he's not as great a leader as him. So they yeah. both have like this resentment going on um, with Colm's each other. Colm's got a very good mind. He's very smart. He does he does like a really good job for his own people. He looks yeah. after his own clan and he's done a very good job of it. So basically that's kind of we've established this relationship. And we think Claire is actually he's gonna let her go because Colm seems pretty nice overall. <laughs> Literally, right as Claire's leaving, he like calls her in and he's like, Psych, <laughs> you are staying. <laughs> so you're the healer now. Yeah, and he's pretty much like, I don't trust you. I think you're a spy. Mm-hmm. But also Claire did some pretty amazing things too. While she was there, she she like gave him a massage at one point, I think. Yeah. Like made him feel better a little bit. She's been patching pain. Jamie up. Jamie also had a patching gunshot Jamie wound. Up. That's right. So they see she's useful with that. Yeah, yeah. So like, let's just keep her around then. Yeah. So then, yeah, she's, yeah, she'll stay. Um, some further drama then with the McKenzies. Because Jamie's hiding out there, they're asking all their guys to swear loyalty at one point to the clan because it's a really tight family thing. So then, yes. but once you swear loyalty then to the McKenzie's, you're, you can't own your own stuff, all that stuff. Like you're the McKenzie guy now. Um, so that's why Jamie, he didn't want to swear loyalty to them, but at the same time he couldn't insult them. So there's this whole unique way he kind of solved that. He just kind of yeah. gave like a non-answer. He's like, I'll help you whenever you want, but uh, I'm a free guy. Free yeah. agent, free agent here still. Yes. Um, there's also a scene too where Leary, this girl, um, had to be punished. And Claire's just observing this. And Claire had met her friend Galus. Mm-hmm. Galus Duncan was also a healer of sorts. And so she met her. She gathers herbs. She gathers herbs. You know, she met and they bonded. And Claire's like, oh, my God, I have a friend in 1743. Mm-hmm. Um, and she she helps translate what's going on here at these meetings, these clan meetings. Mm-hmm. And Usually her and Murtog, it seems like. Murtog. Murtog, too. By Murtog's the way, they say, they say Murta instead of Murtog. Murtog. A lot of these names, when you look Murtog. up how they're spelled, like Murtog, I'm like, oh, Murtog. But they say Murta. And then when you Murtog. see Leary... You're like, oh, Leary, that's easy to say. You look at how they spell her name. Not a clue. Leary, Leary. Not a clue. Basically, Leary has to get punished for, what did she do? She, she's been flirting. Her father accuses her of being basically a slut, which it could be like anything back then. It could be like, I, she looked at another boy and then kissed him, you know. And so basically, they they present the evidence, (laughs) and Colm is like, all right, yep, you deserve to get whipped here get flogged mm. in front of everybody and jamie 
is like he, he goes and proposes i'll take the punishment for her. so honorable so, so honorable oh my god what a guy what, what a, a guy. gentleman and so he gets punched by rupert yeah and this is an interesting scene because Dougal's like in charge of like saying when to stop they say it's at first blood yes but it, it goes past that yeah so he hits him like two or three times and he draws blood and rupert doesn't really like doing it because he likes jamie yeah but he's doing his job and you know jamie understands they all understand this is this is just the way things go this is gone man yeah and but it goes over the line where he punches him in the nose and i think he's got a bleed yeah so he's drawn blood but dougal doesn't say to stop and rupert Rupert looks at him even like are we done and rupert's got heavy hands you know yeah (laughs) got some heavy hands it's like be a bro. Give him like one of the like a, a small jab or something, and let's uh, let's act. I know. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> he just keeps throwing like heavy haymakers, like oh, like man. or like punch him in the chest. Like the chest absorb a lot of does. shock. I think he punches him in the shoulder. Well, the shoulder is kind of weaker. I'd be like right here. But oh, I know, I know. I'm saying, but that he, would suck. He, he punched him freaking right where his injury was. I know. What a oh. douche. I was like, come on, that's yeah. your cousin. Like in the butt. But that's the way things go. That's the way things go. And eventually they call it a stop. They call it. They call it. But you can see that there's Claire this drama between Dougal and Jamie then. Yeah. There's this weird. And Dougal, like, I keep wanting to like him because he that's looks. That's what I mean. He looks so badass. He's a leader. He, like, he seems like a cool character, but he keeps doing. He pulls stuff like this all the time. I first saw this yeah. actor in Creed, the movie Creed. And he was this badass um, fight manager in that movie. And then he was in this movie. He's got the, the I think it's a beret, I think you'd call it on. And he's riding on the horse with his kilt. And he just looks like a badass. He looks like a wolf. Yeah, like if a wolf turned does. into a person, it'd be Graham McTavish. Yes. That's what it would be. And He looks um, like that in real life, too. He has that beard and everything, right? Yeah, but he's like a really nice, sweet guy in real life, though. Ah. I know. It ruins it. Yeah, come on. <laughs> Why you got to be so nice? <laughs> but I'm the same way. Like, And that's that's Dougal's forever. That's the way Dougal is. At times, you're like, he's awesome. What a vicious, awesome, badass dude. He'll stand up for his people. But then all the times, you're like, oh, you're a dick. And... Right. Right. You're jealous and spiteful and like, what? I don't like you. I know, I know. But it's on and so, again, off again with me. It's on, yeah, there's times you love him, times you hate him. So all that kind of goes down and Claire's like really upset that she's not able to leave now. One of the other things too we see is then Jamie, after taking the beating though, he ends up hooking up with uh, Leary. Leary. That's right. Uh, Claire sees it and you're like, oh, is she a little jealous? And Claire looks a little jealous. But then she was like, I like Frank. I don't like him. Yeah, that was what, that's husband. like what her voiceover said. But I was like, uh, you're definitely jealous. And who wouldn't exactly. be? Yeah, but and <laughs> and it, right. I, uh, Jamie, exactly. Everyone but, wants uh, Jamie in this show. Men, does. women. Men, women. <laughs> plural. <laughs> so true. Plural for men. Plural for women. Yes. Like Jamie. Yes. Yeah, so Claire's like definitely developing feelings for this guy. He's, She's kind of interacted with him a lot during healing him. And she just realized he's like a genuine, genuinely good dude. And then like, it was so admirable when he stood up for Leary, mm-hmm. um, took the punishment. Like, she's like, wow, this is a, this is a rare, this is a rare find right here. This guy. Yeah. 
um but she yeah you're like she like kind of was like go have your fun with leary because you know i'm taken and i'm not going to cheat on my husband of course even though i admit you're Super strapping <laughs> yeah <laughs> sam hewahan i'd say in season one too i don't know if he lost size or what but he was like a big dude at least yeah. maybe two because i was expecting because it was a romance show i was just sort of expecting the main guy to be sort of like skinny and stuff like that i was like yeah all the he's a built all dude. the scottish guys are tough yeah they also went on a trip together like they brought claire along for this they go collect taxes and things like that and yeah they go um with tax with dougal and we meet ned gowan there he meets ned... ned gowan because she's like reciting poetry or something and it's yeah. ned gowan knows it he's like he's yeah. a, and they, a lawyer ned gowan is yeah he's part of the crew he's, he's studied cool at edinburgh guy. he's an awesome character and he's another bro mm -hmm. he, he's just now he's somebody who's been a bro through and through i think yeah. the entire his entire storyline yeah but she basically like immediately cures his asthma <laughs> which is pretty awesome i was just like i don't know if it worked that well i mean if it yeah. did people with asthma now right they'd be smoking that all the time <laughs> well, um, so anyway it was perfect also awesome. willie's there too this Willie. young kid we met yeah. him he's a new guy yep he's on his like first trip yeah it's like it's pretty cool he's um trying to fit into he, be, he kind of becomes one of the bros yep so they're collecting and, and on this trip claire actually gets the opportunity opportunity to pass around a blanket um filled with piss <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and sing about it and sing she's like she goes with all the women and again it's it's a time where women had their place in this time claire and it's weird that claire's so educated like everybody's thrown off like mm. like you know and this oh, was a real so, thing i think they showed again i think in many yeah. kilts that women oh, actually yeah. would do this so they have this i don't know what they're doing to it um, i think they're getting the pee in it so they can dye it oh okay like cool. a certain color i think it's blue maybe cool. you need you need pee for blue back then <laughs> of course and i love I, blue so i'd be like <laughs> <laughs> i wouldn't love blue anymore <laughs> it's you so know, funny too blue colored cloth was it's their pee it's their P too. Like they have like Claire like starts to squat over a barrel like we need some more and she's like okay. There's no there's no sinks with antibacterial soaps in this time. Like what are they doing after this? They're just going and eating food. Like God. They're going and touching their kids' faces like oh I love you like You got to be so freaking tough just to survive. Not even oh, to be you. like a warrior, just yeah. to be a regular person. Yeah. You had to be tough. <laughs> I would rather do it with like dog's pee than I would with human's pee. Just to know, like, if yeah. it was like your pee, you know, I'd be like, <laughs> I'd be like, no way. Love Colby, but no way. <laughs> no way. <laughs> so they have a great time. They look like they love this. And then they even like go get Claire to do it, to pee in the bucket as, as she's about to start. I can't I think it's Agnes who is in charge of watching her comes in. Yeah, Agnes. And he's pissed. And so they're like yelling at her and he's you pissed. Know, <laughs> <laughs> Claire's pissed too. Oh. Uh, oh. Anyway, they're also they're upset because like she heard that Dougal's taking their goat or whatever. Yeah. Like they're only one they, 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 they can have. use for milk. That's the only one they can use they for milk for the or baby. Babies, so she's like yelling at him you should give it back and he's like 
this is what is owed. And then they hear this voice and there's a British guy mm. who's like, are you okay, madam? Are you Angus and Dougal are like, who the hell do you think you are, bro? And he's not wearing a red coat. He looks like he's just like a, he lives in this town, but his, he looks his like English. a blacksmith. Yeah, he looks Man. like a blacksmith. I ask you again, madam, are you in any danger or whatever? And she decides to say, no, I'm not. Dougal threatens him. It's pretty awesome. They yeah, go it's, back. It's kind of nice to see that there, there's some stand-up dudes in the show, too, because most of the dudes yes. you run into in the show are just the worst people. So then when you see a so stand-up guy like this, you're just like, yeah, that's a great guy. Yeah, this British guy is absolutely uh, a stand-up dude. Um, so anyway, he goes away, and you see he actually has a red coat, and you're like, oh, crap, he's a red coat. So that's not good because we really don't want – Claire to be found by um, Randall John Sh Jack Blackjack Randall. So, oh, Jack whatever. Black. Yeah. So there comes a time when Jamie and Claire are, or not just sorry, Dougal and Claire are alone. Yeah. And he wants to question her. Like she said, I'm going to go off and do something. And he goes and he starts questioning her. Like, who are you really? You better start telling me. And what what leads to it too is when... this whole uh time they're doing this tax collecting um they're keeping two separate purses for the money they're bringing in and they eventually find out that yeah. the one purse is going to Dougal, and she thinks she's pick he's picking the pocket basically of column but it's really that he's right. getting money funds for this jacobite rebellion we find out that that's what she learned about was the jacobites at the battle of culloden and Right. Uh, where they all died on that field. We're pretty much all of them. And uh, they're using like and, Jamie's back and, as like the motivation to, to yeah. donate. Yeah. They're basically exploiting Jamie's scars. Mm -hmm. And that really upsets Jamie. Jamie doesn't like doing that. And it upsets Claire too. And they rip his shirt every single time. Like, <laughs> and then they sell it back up. It's like, at what point yeah. do we just say, let's take it off? Right? I mean, they eventually do do that, but I mean, <laughs> you know, they're not cool with that. And and it's always in Gaelic when they do these meetings, too. And you can just see Graham McTavish is like so into it. And all the Scottish people around are looking like, oh, yeah, yes, yes. So it's cool. And then they give it all like all their money. There's like all their money for Jamie's back. Just to... <laughs> While Graham McTavish is like calling Claire out by herself, Dougal is. Here comes the same guy. He was the red coat. What is his name? Captain. I don't know his name. Yeah, I forget his name. But anyway, he's an officer. And he's though, like, the, the he's British like again, coats. madam. Yeah, he's an officer. And he's like, again, madam, I ask you again, are you okay? And just a good dude, like pursuing, coming back to make sure she was okay. He ends up taking both. He's like, I'm going to take you to my boss, basically. And Dougal's like, well, wherever she goes, I go. So I had kind of point, mixed kind feelings of... at this point because yeah. because they were kind of being dicks to her on the trip, the whole tax collecting thing. They were kind of ignoring her and stuff. And then um, like she had some moral opinions about things that differed from theirs, like these uh, these raiders that were basically pillaging other Scotsmen. And right. they were like they weren't they were fine with that. But then there's another point where they're staying overnight at this other town and all these Scotsmen are insulting her 
yes. in Gaelic. And then all the boys. Like I oh, that, I love that was a part. moment. I love this moment because you don't even know what they're saying. You can't understand what they're saying, but you can tell by like the way they're looking at her and like the gestures they're making with their face. And like yeah. the, how the guys at her table, like Angus and Rupert and Murtaugh are all looking. They're just like, like, we yeah. want to just beat the shit out of those guys for talking about our lady, you know? Yeah, but, but like, we don't really find that out for real yet until after the fight. Yeah. When she's like yelling at them, like, why are you guys so pig, like pig headed? Yeah. And like, you've always getting in these fights and, and this and that. And I can't remember which one says he's like, cause we were defending your honor. You know, yeah. like you, they're trying, they're talking smack about you, girl. Mm, you can't smack. have that. And I think there's a line, I think like maybe Rupert says it like, we can talk about you like that, mm-hmm. but not them. Yeah. You know, and that's, and, and it's like, they... that's such a brother thing to say. Yeah. That's like, it's like when you have a sister, that's like what the brother would say. Like, mm-hmm. I can pick on you, you know, but nobody else. Yeah. You know, exactly. It's cool. And so it oh, was, so was kind of really... nice because they had ups and downs. They were bonding. I and mean, she makes another great yeah. joke, too, about Rupert. Uh, I forget about what his... it is. But then, like, think about his penis or something. Yeah, something about his penis. And then, like, they all laugh. And then the horse laughs, too. Like, he, like, yeah. <laughs> if you watch that scene where and... she makes a joke, the horse is like, ha ha ha. <laughs> and, Rupert, and Rupert, at first, you weren't sure, like, if they were mad that she said mm-hmm. it. But then they start laughing. And Rupert's like, I've never heard a woman tell a joke before. <laughs> yeah so you could tell they're bonding and and all of a sudden but then you're mixed here because dougal's kind of been eh, he still doesn't trust her about him and this british guy is being really nice to her and he's like let's take you back like let's get you to wherever you need to go yeah it's like holy crap and so they go up to um they meet with the captain and dougal's like standing like her bodyguard (laughs) behind her and they are just insulting him like crazy, these British officers. And he's giving it back. He's not. And they basically pretty much tell him to get out. And he's like, I will. And he tells Claire, like, in, in like a protective way, he's like, I will be right downstairs. So then they're having this nice talk um, with Claire. And Claire is tells him where she needs to go, gives her her story. And they pretty much say, okay, like we'll we'll help you we'll help you get there, right? Mm-hmm. And then and then somebody comes in. Randall. Who else? Randall. Jack and Black. She, and they both Jack have this like, oh shit, look on their face. They insult him a little bit too. Like Yeah, because he's like dirty. And you know, yeah. and it's it was kind of I kind of liked him in this moment because it's like he's clearly like doing soldier work and they're just in here dining you know yeah and like oh you're being destiny here you're gonna ruin the wine and he like steps right outside the door and just like yeah and just like pats <laughs> it off <laughs> and comes back in yeah pretty awesome I mean, there's so much respect for this actor yeah um by the way we never mentioned this we'll get to the scene in a second but meanwhile all this is going on they keep flashing back to frank in his own time mm-hmm. um looking for Claire and everybody's like, dude, she left you for another man. Like mm-hmm. there's no evidence of a body. She ain't, you know, so she's probably not dead. You saw this she guy probably left you. For... Yeah. The car is there. She probably just left with another man. Mm-hmm. And Frank like refuses to believe that, you know, even though he had some doubts, he's in such denial and he hangs out in Scotland for forever looking and the police are giving up and he's getting really frustrated. He even like 
somebody takes advantage of his grief and like says, we know where she is or something, or we know the guy that she is with. And he, he like believes them goes to an alley and they mug him. Even well, though they try to mug him. He, he, fuck, he beats, beats the, the crap out of him. him. Cause he's a soldier too. Uh-huh. And he lets out, he lets the woman leave. And she's like, why are you doing this? You're mean. I'm just, I know. You're, you're the one. You were using the man's yeah. grief to rob him in an alley and beat yeah. him. And then all of a sudden he beats up your guys. And then yeah. like, I would have just broke her neck, you and, know? Oh you know. my God. And there's times when he's frustrated and he's like drinking and he's, he's like, okay, so we're starting to see some of like the sort of blackjack Randall side of Frank come out here. Yeah. But it always, it's always like fleeting. He always gets frustrated, but he always comes to back to being a good guy. He can put a lid back on it. He puts a lid back on. He like comes to terms with like, okay, I overreacted because I'm emotional, which mm -hmm. who wouldn't be in this situation? Holy crap. Your wife just gone, just vanished and no body, like nothing. Like even the Mrs. Graham tries to tell like what might've happened. Like maybe she went to the stones and like I, things happen. And he's just like, I simply don't share your beliefs. I know. Like, I just... I just don't believe you. And I mean, who, you know, that's a pretty crazy thing to say to somebody whose like wife has disappeared. That was a good scene. You know? That was a good scene. It was a good scene. And he wasn't super rude about it. He was just like, I, I just don't believe Such that, release. you know? Hmm. So I still am like, I'm still thinking Frank is a good dude. Frank's hmm. a good dude. So now we're back here with Blackjack Randall. Just walks scene in. evolves. Right. So the scene ended up evolving where it's just Claire and him in the room. And this is never good. <laughs> no. But we're not sure. We've only had the one encounter with him so far. And then we've seen the scenes of him flogging Jamie, I think. He starts, he's like, I think we need to get off to a new start. And he's actually kind of likable here. He starts drawing her. And and know. then he like tries to play like this pity card. Like, I'm sorry. Like, I tried to rape you. Like, I was just worked up and I'm a bad man. And then like, then he starts telling, and this was, this was uh, again, like what you're saying, all props to the actor here because he like, he goes through this scene where he's just like trying to like make it sound like he's this pitiful man yeah. and he's talking about and this is where they show the scene with him flogging yeah. uh, Jamie and then he starts like oh the flog but then he like starts to like describe it as an art and yeah. how the arm gets tired after so long <laughs> just like and it's it's a brutal scene too yeah. i mean this is like passion of the christ level just torture whipping but amazing like because he's he's got all the power jamie's chained up and he's like just laying limp mm. but he won't give in he won't give him what blackjack randall wants he, he won't you know what i mean yeah and he's like it's amazing because jamie's like beating him because you can see how fatigued blackjack randall's getting he's like falling over he's like he's losing his arm strength yeah yeah and there's just blood is just drenched the floor like Jamie's feet can't even stand on it because yeah. it's so slick. And he's yeah. got like skin that's like just flapped off his back. And I know. And, you know, we're both physical therapists here. And we know some about wound care and burn care. And mm -hmm. uh, with this amount of this of the dermis gone, you would need a skin graft for that to <laughs> Holy heal. crap. There was That's nothing nuts. there. It's just raw There's meat nothing. back there now. It's just crazy. So, yeah. That but was it's just, a brutal scene. It was an insane scene, and they show a lot of it. They show, like, the skin flaps. And... Yeah. Oh, that's, that's I mean. another At hard times, scene to watch. The violence is it's, it's too much. And that's someone who likes historical medieval violence and stuff. But it's just, it's like the torture and the... Out. 
that sort of stuff. That's it's where like much. Jamie's dad died watching that too. Yeah. Jamie's dad went and like could his heart stopped from the seeing this. Yeah. A lot of things come from that moment with the the flogging. And we also find but, out later on. Yeah. He's not just a sick evil person. Well, he is a sick evil person, Randall. But for him, it's about like getting in the other person's head and beating them yeah. and like mm -hmm. making them fear because we saw or er, er, no, actually we don't see it yet, but we see later on when he tries to rape Jamie's sister, what makes him stop is he doesn't get in her head. She just laughs at him the whole time. Yeah. And he leaves. And he leaves. Yeah. So this yeah. is about beating Jamie and breaking him is his big thing is breaking. Yeah. So he couldn't get it up with her too. And that's why he she started laughing at him. Couldn't get yeah. Up and he left um so with jamie then and we find out eventually too with the whole flogging scene at fort william with jamie that it was about he did say well hey if i can have my way sexually with you we don't have to have a flogging and jamie was right. like i'll take that flogging <laughs> i'll yeah. take that flogging then <laughs> take the flogging i'll take another one but so it was we find about out. breaking him yeah is what it's about yeah. you know and you can just get that from this story. It's just so sick. Yeah. So we also we find out that he is Blackjack Randall. Not only wants to break him, but he like looks at Jamie. He like he wants him. He's attracted to him. He like admires him. He's in love with his body. But he's yeah. So we find out he goes both ways, Jack Randall. I think he prefers men, but I, he's obviously done bad he... things to both. I don't, I don't think, think he. I mean, he might be. I don't think it matters with him. I think it's about just doing terrible things to someone. I don't think he even cares about like sexual preference wise. I think it's just like to him, that's think, just an evil act you can do to someone. But I do think he has feelings for Jamie. I think he does, I think he but does. I think it's like the feelings of this is a guy who wouldn't break. And then he's like this giant scarred piece of art that is mine yes yeah it's, it's all a like very demented way himself. it's all it's a very demented way um it's like a narcissistic agreed agreed with him it is a very narcissistic love and he is a horrible freaking person but um in this scene at the table he's kind of convincing claire otherwise and he says something that even makes claire like relieved mm. she's like crying almost like a catharsis cry because she's like oh my husband's ancestor is this piece of shit and um, he says something that like makes her believe that he can change and, and that he's going to be a good person. And then what does he do after that? He starts just beating her. Just gut punches her. He like he like has her take his hands, like give me your hand, and just boom in the gut. And that was the moment I was like, what? He even he even had me fooled. I think I was kind of fooled. I wasn't entirely fooled. He even has like his his right hand man come in british private come in and he's like kick her i mean he's he, like, he asked to have you ever kicked a woman before yeah it's so like, liberating he's like and the kid's like i don't want to do this like no this is like he not cool. does like a little piece he of does shit. it yeah he's like forced to by blackjack randall could have said no i know i know he could have said no oh my god so he does it and there's just kicking her in the stomach over and over again and who comes to the rescue D -d -d Dougal. Dougal comes in like a big bro and just like you know he could didn't come soon enough but he comes in and takes her out of that bad situation 
Again, another moment I love Dougal. Yeah. Yeah. And then, so that whole leads then to Randall having now an obsession with Claire Bear. Yep. Um, with his sick evil things, because he wants to get his hands on, he wants to break her. And then he's legally asking then to have rights to her. Dougal's then like, I've got a way we can legally get rid of this then, is to make you a Scots woman. Oh, and yep. he takes her down to this lake too, or a river. Like if you drink from the river, you're telling the truth. Yes. Yeah. So, so another great superstition from, yeah. Yeah. And she tells him the same story she has been pretty much. And he's like, all right, well, now it's true. Yeah, because you would have died. Like You would have died otherwise. Science. <laughs> Science. Science. Okay, perfect. <laughs> we should have started with this. So he's like, all right, I'll have you marry Jamie. So you can. And she's like, oh, thank God, Jamie and not Angus. I know. Or, <laughs> or Rupert. I know. How funny so, would that have been if you'd be like, well, she's Rupert. <laughs> she, But she still doesn't really want to do it because she doesn't want to be disloyal to Frank. Yeah, she still, like, she still loves Frank. And she yeah. wears his ring. So Jamie comes and talks to her before they get they decide officially to do it. He's really sweet again. Like, how can you not freaking like him? And he's like really happy. He like he wants to marry her. Mm-hmm. Like it would be great. Um, because back then, for them, it's just well, a woman who can still have children, who isn't married yet or whatever. I'm that's fine with me. Let me let me get my life started then, so I can do this stuff. And he's, but he's also kind of like, like, look, I also get it. Like you have your other husband, you know, and you have feelings for him. So like, let's at least just do it for the legal, you know, side of it. And let's just do it for the law. So she agrees like reluctantly to do it. It's she still too. isn't happy about it. At this moment, he's like, she's like, does it matter that I've, I'm not a virgin? And he's like, yeah, but I am. Yeah. He's like, does it matter that I am? and she's like what i think everybody watching it is like what i know she's like he's like as long as it doesn't bother you that i am or something the whole next episode we finally get away from just beating and torturing people and it's just (laughs) it's just the whole wedding episode and i really like this episode it's probably one of my favorite episodes from the whole season honestly even though it's like the lovey-dovey one they cut out and they changed we've changed we've (laughs) changed they keep uh well after like just someone getting flogged for like 15 minutes i am ready to see something else yes and that's again that's kind of the theme later on here is uh you're just ready for something else and um they do this like whole back and forth they show like everything he did to prepare for the day and how thoughtful it was and uh, the two of them are just in the room after the wedding. They pretty much like they briefly show the wedding at the beginning and then they're in the room and you're just like, we don't get to see the wedding, but then you yeah. do. It's like flashbacks. And I really liked how it was set up. And then you get to see all these thoughtful things he did. He got this key uh, made into a ring from, I think it's from Lollybrook, right? Yeah. And he is like, ecstatic during the wedding. <laughs> He's like so happy, like and proud. And she's like crying. <laughs> i have to marry a handsome man but no but she feels really guilty about it too yeah she still loves frank and frank is her number one you know and i think what Um, i also like about this is they end up eventually having sex and everything but it's it's so natural too how it happens it's like it's like they like they just talk forever first and then he could have forced her if he wanted yeah and nobody would have at the time nobody would could say anything and he's yeah. way big you know but he's such a good dude that he's like wait we don't we don't have to do this right now like mm. let's talk let's just let's just talk you know 
everybody outside like a second <laughs> i know when they do it and he's like freaking out he's like he didn't like it <gasps> you didn't like it and she's like and this is where she's a really good scene from uh katrina belf is that she looks so guilty and it looks like she doesn't like it but mm. she just feels bad because she really liked it mm. and she feels really guilty about frank at that mm. point point so it was a great scene and then they proceed to do it like 10 more times <laughs> um and this is where you get to see some more of like i what i think is the author's sort of uh sexual fantasy side where like she's like biting him at one point and stuff too and you're like all right this this author clearly likes she always bringing up rape she's always like having some sort of violence or threat of violence during sex like this woman clearly has a weird fantasy thing going on not to judge other people's fantasy you know what i mean no, not to judge but... your sexual preferences but clearly there's a theme here uh... just, there's so many times in the show i was like how does she come up with this just horrible stuff now not that this scene was horrible but some this of the scene other was things horrible. Like, it's crazy but, but you know what there's we a can't theme, really though. judge because we can't really judge because um this stuff happens in real life a lot of this stuff to people and people go through trauma and people you know what i mean yeah a i'm just times, saying though but, there's these traumas the... they're so frequent and then there's a few scenes this season like there was this scene where she's like biting him and stuff during the sex not that that's super weird but then later on she has like a knife to his throat at one point when she's on him and you're just like yeah. oh my god they they do it and at one point jamie's goes down and they you know everybody knows they've consecrated the marriage and Dougal's looking like a sad puppy dog at the table and he's like you're gonna thank like, me yeah he's gonna yeah you want to thank me and he's like jealous mm. and later on um claire goes down and Dougal goes and he's like i'm so sorry you had to marry him and do this like if you ever want a real man or something and it's like mm. holy crap he's he's making a move on her i know yeah. it's like why are you why are you doing this yeah he's like it must be such a burden for you and she just goes right back and it was a good episode and they bond i mean claire is really falling in love for real yeah and even though she's tried not to mm. she's really tried not to because of frank but she, she keeps both it. rings on yeah some of then the other so then it kind of picks up then with jamie's his mission then to clear his name so that he can right. get back to his farm mm -hmm. um they he first tries to go to the duke of sandringham <laughs> who uh simon callow he's a you hate this character but at the same time you love him because he's so good at what he he's is so good uh he's in fan of the opera oh yeah i think this guy's had a history of doing operas and and maybe broadway but the character is very flamboyant very flamboyant and dramatic yeah. and very deceitful Mm. um and political and he'll like tell his scribe to stop writing this you know <laughs> and as soon as he's like blackmailed he's like well on the other hand i could see to it that black jack randall could be you know what i mean yeah and that's what who he is then when yes. they're going to him is one he's this powerful connection in the british government he's also though a sympathizer with the jacobite rebellion Yes. But he also supports Black Jack Randall uh, yeah. when he's because Jack Black does all these terrible crimes against 
uh, warfare and humanity, <laughs> crimes yeah, against yeah, humanity. Yeah. And then for whatever reason, this guy supports him. Um, no idea why, why the Jacobites and Jack. Maybe it's because he has Jack do some terrible things for him. They give a little quid pro quo to each other. Claire Bear goes to him and basically, yes, he's like, hey, I know about your connection. Help out my husband. And then when Jamie and Murtaugh get there, he asked for the help and he's like, only I will help you now, but you're going to have to help me with uh, the McDonald's because McDonald's is trying to set up this fast food restaurant. Right. Right. (laughs) (laughs) And we just, we can't have that. Yeah. So there's this whole thing. And then they have this, a pretty sweet fight after the, there's supposed to be this duel. It's not really a duel though. It's like, they just happened. Apparently this happened a lot though. Yeah. It was like a sign of respect and you're, you're putting yourself in harm's way, but they have a gentleman's agreement to actually not shoot each other. But you're taking the risk that the other guy doesn't. Yeah, he doesn't turn on you. Bam. Yeah. So, right. They do that. The gentleman's agreement. And um, and, and then there's a fight because the McDonald's insult Jamie. Mm-hmm. And and Jamie just starts, like, just throwing some, some just awesome. some spice right back at him, you know? Yeah, yeah. He's like, well, McDonald's isn't even as good as Wendy's. And <laughs> they're like, we're gonna take over the world. They get wounded, and then Duke of Sandringham says he's gonna get that letter right um, out there. But right. then we eventually find out that that doesn't happen. So we hate this guy, but right. he gets wounded, goes back. Eventually, though, because the Duke of Sandringham thing doesn't work out, they end up going then to. Uh, find this guy who says he saw what really happened when Jamie got out and that Jamie didn't kill those guards. Right. And that it was Randall. So they're going on a quest to go there. And this is after they're married. They are out in the grass, uh, fooling around. And, uh, geez. And then another, like they ruined this scene here with these two British officers, like come and I don't know if, Again, this is full-on sexual assault. I don't know if it's if they if it was it crossed the line in rape. I mean, it's rape. But... It was rape. It was sexual assault. Was I, we don't know if the guy inserted. Yeah, that's what we don't know because because of the way it was filmed. I hope not. I hope not. Just too. because I love Claire Bear and I don't. I didn't want that guy to to get anything. Jamie instantly like. Well, she kills oh, a guy. So she, yeah. So they had shown her earlier. There was a scene where they were like another cool camaraderie scene where they really like kind of teaching Claire defense and like, where should you hide your, um, your weapons and where to stab, where to stab and all this great stuff. Great she, scene with Angus. I thought, yeah, great scene with Angus. Um, cause Angus is like rough around the edges, mm-hmm. you know, he's like, he's not always, always kind of mean to her. They Again, start to become like her boys, day, you know. They're her boys, you know. Like they were following her around because they didn't trust her and stuff. Yeah. They end up looking after her. So she she gets the guy that's on top of her. Mm-hmm. And Jamie does like the smoothest throat cut. I know. Like, and I was just thinking, why did like, he like not do that as soon as like they pulled him off? Because I feel I, like you could have done something. I At know. the very least, like I would have tried my damnedest in oh that situation. God. You know. So he oh it was so smooth. It was it it rivals. It may have been better than Uhtred's season three throat slice in the battle uh, at oh. the 
Oh yeah, rival. It, it's close, but it rivals that. That was it. Was that was the thing yeah. is the difference is Jamie got out of a hold and did it, and Uchir just came up to some guy that was like awestruck and did it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but like that 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 slice was so so Ooh, clean. It polished so clean. my shoes and washed That's my car. Textbook. That's in textbook slice. Uh, you know, throat cutting one oh one that's like the perfect you, know, you don't have to be perfect but this is what we strive for this is what we strive for people she's like a, pretty worked up as you so would shake it up oh my god yeah and they're like well we still got to get to this meeting they go to the meeting where they're on their way there because jamie does not want claire put in harm's way anymore he tells her to hang back with willie and he's gonna go mm-hmm. and i was just like first of all first rule never leave wifey alone Never leave wifey alone. Right. But she's uh, she's just so angry right now and frustrated. Like, she doesn't know how to direct this stuff right now. Right. Um, And she's just being really mean with Jamie. Not because she's mad at him for doing something. It's just she's mad. Willie, for whatever reason, he's like, I have to go to the bathroom. And he goes down a ways. She's like, well, go downwind. And then later on, though, so I thought he was going to go take a number two. Later on, though, he says, I went to go take a leak, take a number one to Jamie when when she disappeared. And I was just like, why did you have to go downwind to take a leak? You know? Right. So this, this is inconsistent. So you're either lying right. about good, good catch. going number two. Good catch. Or 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 you should just pee there. Either way, it doesn't make yeah, any we're sense. We're outraged by this. Writers downwind would have influenced it. Like, uh, what's going on here? So big plot hole. Um, I'm going to change my rating to probably like a three. Yeah. What the <laughs> heck? <laughs> oh man. So he takes a piss. <laughs> we think. I hope could a it... whole Netflix documentary comes out on this. What was Willie doing? Well, could, could it have been a little bit of both? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he did the Holy Trinity. All three ends. <laughs> yeah, I just peed. You just didn't want to... <laughs> That's what he has to call oh it. Oh my! Because everyone's like, "Oh, <laughs> don't want to know." Just tell me you peed. We want this. To... We want. <laughs> we want this deleted scene. <laughs> yes. Claire ends up seeing that she is right across from Craig Nadoon, the Stones, and she's like. I'm going to go there and get back out of this crazy time where people She's can like, just get y'all. raped. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck y'all, I'm out. <laughs> no, but she's she's been wanting this opportunity for forever. And she finally gets it. And we just see they go to touch the stone <laughs> and she's going to reach and the screen just goes black. Right? Yep. Next thing we see, we're like, we expect her to like wake up back in 1945. Yeah. And she is just getting pulled away from the stones by these British soldiers. And, and this is what I mean right here. So they take her to Fort William here to old uh, Jack Black here. Not Black Jack. Jack Black. Black. Jack Black. He's uh, like, whoa! <laughs> totally <laughs> awesome, Claire. Claire Bear, how we doing? Claire Bear, are you ready to rock and roll? But but the pink of destiny will get you back. <laughs> we'll get you back in outer space. 
to your own time <laughs> in your very own place. <laughs> but this is what I'm talking about. Okay. What? What is the high priority these British officers have on capturing this one woman? I you know, know what I mean? Like they, like they see her, like they're hiding from around these stones here or something. Like, like what? don't you touch that stone? Don't you do... Hey, hey! <laughs> <laughs> they no, take all her... it was. No, no, no. They were just there. They're like the people at museums that are like, don't touch the stuff, don't touch the painting. And there's always somebody that's just gotta like, no. <laughs> that's what that was their, their job yeah they weren't there for her specifically no they, no they were there they're like they bring her all the way to to uh jack black and they're like we found this woman touching trying to touch a stone sir <laughs> they take her to fort william where jamie was flogged where old black jack randall sets up shop mm -hmm. she knows she's gonna meet him there so she's mm -hmm. like i'm gonna think of what to say I think this maybe is where she works out. He works for Duke Cassandrium. I don't know. She, so she basically uses that against him. Yeah. She goes there. She tries to say, hey, we both work for the Duke. You know, leave me alone. And you think she's got Randall on the ropes here. Like, she's, like, fixing his tie thing. and Yeah. He's, like, he looks like, oh, shit. Like, how, yeah. how the hell did you know that? How did you know yeah. that? Because I think that was secretive. And then he is, like... You got orders from the wife, right? You got orders from the wife, right? That's who you got orders from. And she's the like, Duke's wife. Well, duh. Like, who out? Like, yeah, I know how it works. As soon <laughs> as he said that, I knew that that was a trick. I was just like, don't say that, Claire. Don't say yeah, yes. He's so, he's so like smooth with this. He's like, oh, it's, it's really funny because like the Duke's uh, never been married. Yep. And she's like, oh, no. He just gets out a rope <laughs> from his like, his like keyboard drawer. <laughs> yeah. He's got his de he's got his desktop computer desk. Yeah. And in in there, not only does he keep it his mouse and his keyboard in the same thing, that's just kind of weird. But he like he had this rope too. And she's just like, as soon as she sees this, I'm the thinking the same thing. I was like, oh, no. oh my God. And he tells the guy outside, he's like, don't come in no matter what you hear. And this is a guy who was like kicking women too. So he's like, this is a good guy to have. Right. And again, like this was even a little too much for me. He like bends her over a table. Like even just like him, like kicking her legs out to the sides was like, oh God. And I then know. he like gets a, her knife that she has on her ankle and puts it up to her nipple. Yeah, it's like, cut oh it a little bit. Too. God, like what a freaking weird thing. But then, bam, Jamie comes right in. Through the freaking in. window. Batman. Batman, yes, yes, yes. By the way, I think it's a great time to mention Jamie, in my opinion, even in the events of season one, earns a spot on our dream team. Oh, yeah. Uh, with, with the likes of Uhtred, with the likes of Ragnar Lothbrook, with the likes of Geralt of uh, Rivia, uh, even Finnan and Citric are on the dream team. King Leonidas, Rivia, Aragorn, Gandalf, all you know, everybody. Sam, Samwise Sam, Gamgee. Samwise Gamgee. He's in charge. He's in charge. <laughs> so anyway, um, I just wanted to say that he deserves to be. I think this moment sealed it, huh? Sealed is, what, is what you're trying to this say. This was like one of the most badass moments. And he's like, I'll appreciate if you took your hands off my wife. Got your hands off my wife. And he's just got this gun pointed like this in the door. It's so Batman. Yeah. And you're just like, it's oh, like... thank God we don't have to see 
Claire get raped by Randall. I know. Thank God. Um, that, that Randall guy will never be able to hurt anyone ever again. Thank God. And Randall's kind of, Randall's like, whoa, that's freaking cool. I know. The look on his face is kind of like, whoa, nice. <laughs> and he, he comes like, in. And they cut in. back and they show Jamie's whole build up to this. And he had to get his men ready. And they infiltrated the castle then. And it was pretty sweet. Pretty sweet uh, fort infiltration here. Reminded me of when they, um, the boys in the Last Kingdom break into uh, Bebenber a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like same. This, like a SEAL Team Six kind of move here. Yes, know? this was SEAL oh, Team Six all day. You know, and they sneak in. The boys all have their roles. You know, they know what they got to do. I think it's Angus, Murtaugh, Willie, yeah, and Jamie. And they had to talk him into it. Like the guys were like, "We are not gonna break into Fort William. Are you out of your mind?" Mm-hmm. And it, Jamie, I kind of like how they do that in the show too, because pretty much any other action battle show you watch, it's just like, well, yeah, we have to go do this battle thing. But yeah. in reality, it's like we could die. You well, know? actually, I take it back. I don't think that was yet. I think that's when they break in for Jamie's thing. Well, I think they were even. I think he still had to kind of talk him up for this. Oh, okay. okay. I think they were, and they get pissed that they had to do it. Yeah, but they do it, and they do it well. Mm-hmm. And like so, Jamie, like repels down to the window. You just see it all. It breaks in, and oh, it's so freaking cool! They like set up an explosion on the way out, and they're trying to escape. Yeah. The annoying thing too was Jamie pulled the gun, and it turns out the gun was empty. But then Randall's like, "Put the gun down," and he's like, "Okay." And I was like, "No, you shoot the guy as soon as you get there. Yes. You shoot the guy who has your wife bent over a table. You don't ask questions. You don't say, let's bargain.'" You know, but it turns out his gun was empty. So he, he probably was thinking, all right, how can I get in close here? So then they do knock him out and they they leave then. And then I think Jamie even says, I don't know why, in his voiceover, I don't know why I didn't kill the guy. And it's just like, ah, you should have. And I was just like, well, what's he going to do next? You've already been flogged. Claire, like the next day, she's like, oh, thanks, guys. Wasn't that crazy little adventure we had? And they're just like not talking to her. They tell Jamie, like, you need to go make this right for putting us in danger. Yeah. And then Jamie's like, well, I've got to spank my wife. That's right. <laughs> Which is apparently the rule. And again, you can tell, like, this is some, like, S&M level of thing that the, like, the author has with this because it's like. And this is probably what was normal for the time. But Claire was doesn't normal. come from that time and is like. <clears throat> I'm not saying it's okay that it was normal for the time, but that's, nah. you know, Claire is like extremely upset that Jamie would do such a thing. Mm-hmm. And I think it turns out later, Jamie is like, apologizes for it and says he was wrong. Yeah. To do it. So he does it. And then she's like pissed at him forever. And then there's, there's this great scene that me and my girlfriend love when uh, she goes to him then later on when they're doing some other thing. And she's yeah. like, you're a fucking sadist. Yeah. And he's like, and you're a foul-mouthed bitch. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't even know what sadist means. I know. He's like, I don't even know what those words. Just the two of them yelling at each other. Um, but then yeah, and- they kind of come to like an understanding with that, like temporary-wise. But then later on, after the witch trial, then Jamie and Claire get together and they talk about the future. Um, stuff and she tells him there that she was from the future and it lays it all out to him 
yeah. who she really is, what really happened, and that's when, yeah, he apologizes then. He says okay. he's wrong. It's so funny to me. Claire is so scared this whole time to say that what the truth is, like how she got there. Mm-hmm. She thinks people are going to think she's crazy or uh, I guess they're going to think she's a witch or something. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, or she thinks nobody's going to believe her. But at the same time, it's like, why? Like, they believe everything here <laughs> at this time. They believe in fairies and all this stuff. So, like, why won't they believe if you're like, yo, I'm from the future? And, mm. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, well, yeah, I mean, yeah. Well, they, I think they kind of hit on that because I think it was one of the first few episodes when she has this dream with, uh, I forget her name right now, the the lady who looks after the place, though. She's, like, helping her dress, and Ms. she tells Fitzgibbons. her. That's it, Fitzgibbons. Fitzgibbons. She tells her, like, I'm from the future, and all this stuff. And all of a sudden, Ms. Fitzgibbons like, you witch, you witch, yep. die, burn. And then she wakes up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She, that's she's true. like, ah, oh, that's, that's, that's so probably better not telling. Okay, fair enough. You know. That's, I mean, but the same thing with Jamie, though. He's like, he's a golden boy. He's like, he's like the the god of men. You know, he knows how to fight, play chess. He loves to eat out. Speaks Um, French. Speaks French. Just to eat out. (laughs) I thought you meant like going out for dinner. Yeah. (laughs) I tried to say it like that. And I could tell. I was like, yes, I got him. (laughs) Did you mention about how. They decided not to kill Blackjack Randall at that scene. Yeah, they, they just didn't. Just, oh my God. Because in Jamie's Again. head, I can kind of see because in his head, it's like, it's honorable to not kill a defenseless, unconscious man. Yeah. But in my head, I'm like, let's be efficient and take out a threat. <laughs> you know? And I guess I'm probably the worst guy for doing that, but it, it would have made more sense. But yeah, yeah, so later on, though, it all rounds around and she ends up telling him this. Um, so yet after they have some makeup sex with a knife at Jamie's throat, or Claire finds this creepy doll under her bed. Turns out it's from Leary because Leary is still jealous that she's with Jamie. She's so even like tried to like, wish. Yeah, it's a nil wish. She even tried to offer herself to uh, Jamie at one point, And he's like, nah. Do you see my wife? She's like the only woman who doesn't have shit all over. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but so and, she's and yeah, Leary is upset about yeah, it. She props didn't... to the actress who plays Leary because when she oh, first yeah. started, she was like she did seem like a nice girl's next door looking kind of girl, and yeah. then like as soon as she like flips the crazy switch, she looks like a crazy. Chick. Oh my god, she's you crazy, know? and like she she keeps telling Claire she's like Jamie and I are destined to be together. Claire so, hits her at one point too. Yeah, she smacks like something her. like that because she and, calls her a whore or something too. And yeah, she's like, she yeah, you deserve that smack, you bitch. And Claire is like, I shouldn't have done that. I don't regret it, but I shouldn't have done that. <laughs> she's like, <laughs> um. Anyways, so, so she also, so that was at you know, she also had gone to Galus mm-hmm. and trying to like figure out you know all this stuff about what is this thing, and I think she was told that Galus had sold it to somebody. Yeah, and while she was looking for Galus. She like encountered her husband who was like sick or something. He had the he just or something. farts all the time. Oh my god! And he was like, she hasn't come back yet. So the housemaid told her where she was, and she goes, she's in the woods, and she's doing a very similar ritual thing to what Claire had witnessed at Craig Nadoon back in 1945. Yeah, before she went back in time. And she also sees she because she's like naked. She's like Galus takes her clothes off. She sees that she's pregnant. 
Mm. Okay, she's got a belly. And Galus like knew she was there. Yeah. So Galus, they talk. Too, and... always has like these these weird things, and she's always too. If you've seen the season, you obviously know she's from the future, and but she's always like dropping subtle hints too. Like my second time through, I picked up on a little more. She's yeah, like, yeah. What are you really doing here, Claire? Yeah. Or or uh, just like what are you? What's your purpose here, Claire? Or where are yeah. you from, Claire? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's always and dropping little hints. Always dropping these hints. And as they're walking back, um, Claire's asking about the baby and everything, and she says she ends up revealing it's Dougal's kid. Mm. And that she's in love with Dougal. And she, Claire's like, what about your husband? And what about Dougal's wife? And she's like, oh, well, wouldn't that be a shame if something happened to them? And Dougal and I could be happy. <laughs> it's like, holy crap. Next anyway. day. Yeah, anyway, at, no, the, but, at a feast. <laughs> but as they're, as they're walking back, Claire hears a baby crying in the woods. Mm. And Galus is like, uh, leave it. Like, the fairies are going to get it. She basically explains the theory to Claire. She's like, when you have a child who is not like other kids... Mm. or is unhealthy and you leave it and if the fairies take it because if it dies the fairies take it right yeah or if it survives the night or something like it's supposed to be cured or something yeah like, like some sort of fairy exchange system with your child right yeah <laughs> but claire gets there she can't help it she's a good healing person and the kid's already cold and dead and jamie's yeah. less like hey like and she's Maybe like, but she decides to hug the kid. Better. Yeah, she hugs the kid and she's like so upset that a kid could die like this and was yeah. not given a chance and she couldn't save it. And so then, yeah, you're right. Jamie came up, found her. I think he had run into Galus on the road and she told him where he was. She was. He, yeah, he, like you said, he's like, maybe this is like their comfort, you know, like it's better to think that it was a change. They call it a changeling. Yeah. You know, then that it just died. Another cool uh, Scottish mythos um, thing there, yeah. Which I've I've seen in a couple other different cultures oh, yeah? and stuff. Like um, I think it's even kind of influenced like this thing in the Witcher game too. Mm -hmm. But this was one moment though where um, later on this kind of comes back to bite Claire in the butt, and then another moment too is when she is trying to help this child who is sick and it's that's right that's right this is fitzgibbon's grandson or nephew or something and there's this priest and the priest i can't remember the actor's name but he's he's the dick from the night's watch on game of thrones um mm -hmm. is the that's priest true. he's like like let's perform an exorcism that's the only way right and claire's like let's give him like some water and some rest and yeah. like and like maybe he'll get better then and they're like, no, no. Yeah. And she ends up doing that and some other herbal recipes to make him feel better. And, and the priest like swears vengeance on her or something yeah. like. Oof. So a couple Claire's stirring up trouble here. She's talking with Galus, who everyone thinks is his witch. She's like you said, she touched the child. Then eventually what Galus said about her husband, they're at a feast in front of everyone. Her husband just drops dead. Claire is like, that's instantly pours, recognizes his poison. And she also just pays attention because um, Galus is just like not shocked at all. At first, she just kind of like looks at Dougal and the both of them just yeah. lock eyes. And even like uh, Colin McKenzie notices it too. He like sees yeah. that and he puts it all together too. And then all of a sudden, 
Galus is like, no. Right, right, right. No. Right. Just like, like you just see her face change. Yeah. Um, but so a bunch of these things are building up. Yeah. This then eventually leads to some police coming to get Galus. And Claire happens to be there. Yes, Claire gets lured there by yeah. Leary, a letter there. Leary left a note, yeah. Trying to make it come from Galus, though, saying, hey, come down here. And Jamie right. is away because him and Dougal got caught with the Jacobite stuff. So they're sent away right now. They're not there to help her out. So Leary then has Claire Bear there with Galus. The two of them right. get picked up by the police. And then they go to the, this, this witch trial because right. they're like, oh, she was with her. And then they, you know, they can just tell they love, they love having a good witch trial. Oh you know, God, they haven't yeah. had anyone to yell at in a while. Right. So they put them in a hole in the ground. Galus believes that, um, that uh, Dougal will come and protect them and save them from this trial. Mm-hmm. But what she doesn't know and that what Claire knows is that Dougal, Jamie, uh, Dougal and Jamie got punished by Colm because Colm found out about Galus Duncan. Mm-hmm. And he's like, no, 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 you're sadly mistaken, brother. That is Arthur Duncan's child. Mm-hmm. And he's like, you'll go back to his house and Jamie, you'll go with him, separating Jamie and Claire. So there's nothing. There's like, no one's going to come, you think. Yeah. Except our bro, Ned Gowan, coming out. Ned oh, Gowan. my guy. At the trial, he like pushes through. He's like, I represent the witches. I mean, the, the women. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, I'm here for um, the witches, though. I mean, the women. And it's pretty awesome because you have all these fan- like fanatical people coming out, like saying these crazy stories. Like, mm-hmm. I saw her fly away or, you know, crazy, crazy stuff. They're just yeah. lying. And he is such a good lawyer that he just like defends it like that. Yeah. You know? He's like, this is just this um, is what this was just stupid. And he's like, he puts together like, weren't you someone who was getting your rent squeezed or something like that by Galus's yeah. husband or something? Now you're just being a dick. And yeah, I was yeah. like, uh, okay, and, I retract my statement. I'll leave. And the crowd is like, oh, okay, that makes <laughs> sense. You know, it's um, like ah, actually, logic. so it's working. It seems like it seems like it's it's working. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it's always like they'll say the craziest thing. The crowd will be like, oh. <gasps> It's just like no, he. <laughs> she turned him into a newt. <laughs> I got better. Got better. <laughs> Good old-fashioned witch trials. Leary eventually shows up, and of course, she starts throwing that spite. And eventually, I think even he puts together. He's like, "This is just a jaded lover or something here. Like, yeah. let's get this out." And even had the baby's mother um said she saw Claire hold the child, and then she went and checked, and it was dead. Yeah, so the she, like, changeling. Yeah, the like, the changeling parents. She, she stopped. She interrupted the fairy exchange program. You're thinking like, oh shit, this is pretty bad now it's with bad. Leary. But it's still there's some logic, some doubt. But then this priest comes, oh, and it's the priest, and he. And at first you're like, okay, this guy's helping. He's just like, he's just like, I've never been able to. I felt so helpless, and she was able to heal him, and I couldn't. I'm gonna leave the the churchhood and you're just like all right this is a stand-up guy okay he's a, yeah he's actually a good priest but then another but, guy puts it together as what sort of evil would make a guy leave the priest <laughs> witches and he looks at her like he knew that was gonna happen yeah like this is 
which is like, okay, it's a smart priest, evil priest, but a smart priest. Evil priest. He knows how to play on these people's emotions. Yeah. And that and pretty much seals the deal. Yeah. Um, it's pretty much over. And Ned's like, shoot, we're screwed. He takes the women back and he's like, look, we have an option. If one of you admits to um, being, the witch. being the witch and renounces the other one, that we can save one of one of you. And it's better than both of you dying. You can say you're under the spell. You can say you're under the spell. He's pretty much, they're pretty much both like, it should be Galus. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> Galus is like, oh. And Claire's like, I don't want to do this. Let's just go out there. Let's just go. And yeah, I can't make you do that. But Galus. going to burn them. Yeah. And then. And by the way, Claire just makes it so bad the whole time. She's because like every time she gets frustrated and upset, she starts screaming at the top of her voice. And if I've ever heard a woman sound like a witch, like <laughs> when she screams, it's bad. Like she sounds like I know she sounds so like level and meticulous and rational when she just talks normally. But then when she raises her voice, it sounds so crazy and emotional. <laughs> like when Will Ferrell's yelling <laughs> and Ned's like, just shut up. You're making it worse. Like. I'm not a witch. I'm not a witch. <laughs> I'll curse you all. <laughs> Unlimited power. I'm not a witch, but I'm gonna put a curse on everybody. But yeah, they go back out there basically for the sentencing. Yeah, um, and Jamie um, ends up showing up though. Yeah, because they like rip Claire's back. They're gonna like flog her first, I yeah. think, and then tenderize her. Yeah, tender before they burn her. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> and so these are six jamie, people back then. jamie isn't comes crazy in. that this happened for real though you know what i mean isn't this crazy apparently i read online that this didn't happen in scotland at this time uh well i, I, think... I read it did happen um obviously in the u.s it happened yeah which trials did happen but i read Salem. that was one inaccuracy is that like apparently in this time period that kind of witch trial wouldn't have happened I think Ned says something too about that, doesn't he? He's like, "Well, the the kings, they, and does it is isn't this a land under the king?" Then I think, yeah, like, I think the yeah witch trials to... have been outlawed or something, and yeah, and like and you they, couldn't try someone as a witch anymore. I think they say maybe. some sort of loophole for the. So maybe you're right. Maybe you're right. But I I don't again. It doesn't mean that it happened at the time, but. I think they were just for the sake of the story wanted this for to the happen. story. Yeah, it, yeah, exactly. It's still crazy that this was it's whatever point in time that this would happen. Yeah. And, but that um, kind of stuff did happen. And it's like a lose lose. Like no matter what the woman says, people are going to just be like, find a way to twist that into mm -hmm. being even the priest is like, she's a good healer, a good person where I was not. And everybody's just like, she corrupted him. She <laughs> she put a spell on him. It's the only explanation. It's Twitter logic. It's Twitter logic. Isn't that, it's crazy that that stuff actually happened, man. Um, but, but but yeah, Jamie breaks in. He's like, another man puts a hand on my wife will feel be the first one down. And I was just like, yeah, yeah. But I mean, there's less like everyone in there is like just wants blood. Like he yeah. can't kill everyone. Galus then sacrifices herself she's like look this is the mark of the devil yeah and at and first it's... i was like oh maybe is it because like there has been some other fantasy things and i'm i'm someone who hasn't had the smallpox vaccination so oh, something okay. i don't recognize well, i recognized it yeah i was like my mom has it and after yeah, my mom they has said it, it and... i knew yeah. what it was but when i first thought i was like oh is because i was like this is a this they did travel in time we've seen things with 
people dancing and magic and stuff. Maybe this is going to be that other fantasy connection. Maybe she is right. some sort of witch. Uh, but doesn't mean she's evil. But anyway, though, it turns out, though, that that is a smallpox vaccination. Right. Which uh, means... Mark, she was from the future. She had said something else to Claire right before that, too. What did she say to her? I think she something said that something that gave it like, away. You got to tell me why you're here. Like, what are you doing here? Are you going to try and change something? I think she was. And she did. Like, say, she said 1969 or something before. Or it was 68 or something. She said the the year. Yeah, I don't. Well, she doesn't before say she. She's from 1960, I think. Until she doesn't say she's from there, but she just says the year. She says 1968, like oh, right before right. she that's admits. Right. She gives her hint. But she's also um, like, "Tell me you're going to change Claire something." Claire still didn't put it. Claire still didn't put it together though. It was all happening so fast until she saw the small smocks. I didn't either until I saw that. And Claire's like, I saw the smallpox vaccine. Uh, that was pretty insane. I was like mind blowing moment. Like, Whoa. and then, she's and then like, I think when you, read... I have the child of the devil in me, and she like pulls up. She's pregnant. And yeah, everyone's yeah. like, Oh dear God! <laughs> oh, let's get her now. Let's go burn her now. It's not even. But it's not but tenderizer. If you listen carefully, if you listen carefully, you hear one of the judges yelling. That woman's pregnant. He's like, he's like, wait, she's pregnant. Wait, she's pregnant. Oh, you do? Oh, so there's one good person there. Yeah, there's at least so, one good guy there yelling. But the judge, the judge yells, she's pregnant. She's pregnant as he's leaving. They leave, um, and you just see K- J- Galus getting carried off in a in a parade, the burner, and Claire's like distraught. And that's when Claire, Jamie takes her out to the woods, and Claire opens up about everything. Yeah. And Jamie's just like, I believe you. <laughs> no. Like, and 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 I and and that so, was fine with me, but what kind of made it go into the cheesy territory was when he was just like there was some other point where he's just like Oh yeah, it wasn't this moment, but there was another point where she tells him something and he says, I told you I would never doubt you ever again. And he's just and I was like, yeah. yeah, come on, come on. It was satisfying. I was like, finally, somebody knows the whole story. Yeah. And can like sympathize with her fully now. Yeah. You know, so that was great. And it's Jamie and it's great. So they yep, decide they great. need some R&R after. You're my wife. Now we know the truth. We're in love. Let's. Oh, actually, he offers to take her back to the stones. I forgot this. And before yep. he sends her on his, her way, he gives her good fingering by the fireside um, that the night before. <laughs> and then she goes, you're thinking she's going to go through. He runs, he goes away. Um, he's back at the fire and she comes back to him. And then he's like, well, let's go to Lollybrook then. So they, they go to his old farm, Lollybrook. Mm-hmm. They meet um, his wife sister there jenny fraser murray and her husband ian murray um and he sees she's pregnant um, yeah but jamie's last impression of his sister was that she like let black jack randall have his way with her have his way with her and that the child must be jack randall's kid yeah right yeah, that's what he was um, thinking when he first saw her. So he was like, as soon so, as he first saw her, he was like, hey, sis. He was like, what are you doing? What are you doing? Yeah, it's like a really rough interaction because she's like so happy to see him. Yeah. Um, but 
he immediately pisses her off by like accusing her of that. And then she explains the whole story we talked about earlier. Yeah. And Jamie's like, Oh, well, it'd have been nice to know that. I mean, could <laughs> but he hadn't could've seen her. Yeah. Yeah. And they so didn't anyway, have face. We meet, we meet her husband. Yeah. Yeah. We, we, we Go see ahead. Ian here. Um, yeah. Who is such just another character who is such a good guy through and through. Like good always bro. good, always good. He's another bro of Jamie, where they've just they've had this awesome bond where right. the they two of them together fought. and they fought in France together. I think yeah, they were soldiers there. Ian lost his leg. Yeah, um, and he walks in with like a wooden leg. It's got like a handle on it, so he can like pick it up. I was like, that's pretty, cool. pretty handy there. That's pretty handy it's to have. Pretty cool. So we learn about Ian, and uh, he's happy to see Jamie, and you know Jenny and Jamie are you know. And then odds. Jenny is like super bitchy with Claire too. And she's like, what are you, yes. what are you being mean to Claire Bear for? But again, Claire's sort of stepping over what the, the rules are for the time and the expectations of different family members. Right now, it's brother and sister talking. You don't talk, you know. And she's just like, yeah, Jamie, you should have done what she said, even though she's agreeing with her. She's like, uh, you don't talk yet. I don't know you. But eventually they they start to bond some. Yeah, they do. They do. Jenny sees while, but... his scars on his back, um, on on Jamie's back, and then starts to sort of forgive him for everything he's gone through. One morning then, Jamie's just going downstairs, and there's a gun at his head, and it's from these, oh, yeah. from these raider guys. Is his name McCory? So they defuse it at the beginning of the next episode. Jenny's just like, hey, that's my brother. What are you doing? Right. Or my cousin or something. I think they, they don't say who he actually is because he still has the bounty on him. But I was just like, what are you doing in someone else's house pulling a gun on someone? Obviously, he belongs there. He's walking around, you know, clothed yeah. normally. He's walking around. People aren't saying anything weird. Why are you pulling a gun? You're the messed up dude. Yeah. Anyway, these guys are being jerks. There's this whole thing where Jamie has to beat them up. They see he's a skilled fighter. Um, yeah. Also the because they're just they're just burning grain they're just no this guy was a douche oh my god that guy deserved it later on they get another guy in their crew who's an irishman that horrocks is his name yeah that's the guy that jamie was gonna buy the information from but then he had to go save his wife earlier and so horrocks is kind of a um, what do you call it? a rogue character he's kind yep. of uh on his own and he does what's in his best interest and he knows jamie's a wanted man mm -hmm. and they were lying about who jamie was to this mccory guy who came in um and his crew yeah and so he basically blackmails jamie give me all this money if you want me to stay silent about who you are yeah exactly like, and i'll go to boston and i won't bother you and jamie like is like okay i'm gonna give you the money and you're gonna leave but then he keeps asking for more it's like becoming impossible so they eventually they meet him out in the woods and yeah ian actually stabs the guy through the oh back oh my god it was nuts yeah yeah but then this guy's now dead they go back to the house and the main raider dude is going on another job he's like hey we're a guy short um now i don't and care and he keeps questioning him about horrocks he's like it's weird he's not one to not show up when he's you know mm -hmm. he's like it's kind of strange he hasn't shown up yet you sure you haven't seen him anywhere and jamie's like well I killed him <laughs> yeah he's like and the reaction of mccory is kind of like 
kind of like laughs or something. He's like, good, good, good. <laughs> but then he's like pretty much forces him. He's like, well, then you're going to have to uh, join us on our job. Yeah. And Ian too. Well, Ian just goes along. Well, he goes along with, yeah. uh, with just to protect Jamie, I think. Yeah. I, th I think they just want him, but so they go do this job. They and get freaking ambushed. Of course, they just get ambushed. We don't really see it too much. We just kind of see the guns pulled and we see the aftermath. Yeah, it cuts away. And only um, Ian and one other guy make it back. It's not Jamie. No, it's not Jamie. Not and the leader. you see Claire like looking for him and he's not there. And so then next we get Claire Bear and Jenny going on. A, a good old Jamie hunt. Yes. There's some, some bonding, some interrogating, some milking. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Never going to get that. Am I? That was just so wild to see. And again, someone's going to be like, it's natural. I'm not saying it's not it's natural. natural. I just wasn't ready for it. And, it and they just, like, I've never ever seen it in my whole life before. <laughs> and she's just like, Oh God, I can understand. It would probably be, super uh annoying just having you know your your breasts full of too much milk i i can't relate but it's just so, like you also like when you first if you were just like see a guy taking a leak in a show you're gonna be like oh that's kind of like, yeah it, it's gonna jar you this is even right. another step you know but because i haven't seen anyone milking themselves in a I show know. yeah they go out and they end up finding the um the quarry guy they decide they can't really go and get him in that situation but they go and they take the messenger jenny and um claire yeah they get the messenger and claire they're torturing him and claire's like oh my god <laughs> like and jenny's like uh what this is like normal torture techniques <laughs> like, this, is, this is like and, not even that bad <laughs> and so Just burning she his feet tortures him and then they go and um she's like you know we have to kill him right and claire's like no and they find out that Jamie had like gotten away. Yeah. I think. Yeah, he was a messenger, so they opened the letter and found that. Yeah. And then they're like, oh, we can't. They were arguing about whether to kill him or not. Jenny was for it. Claire was not. Murtaugh comes up and just and like, kill I'll do it. Yeah, out of nowhere. <laughs> out of nowhere, Murtaugh coming through, doing the bro thing. He didn't even know what they were doing. He was just like, oh, yeah. a red coat. <laughs> <laughs> Jenny decides she needs to leave and go back. And yeah, Murtaugh and Claire are like, we need to find Jamie, but the only way we can do it is like if he comes to us. Because he's in hiding now. He's in hiding. So if we go and you practice your healing around, word will get out that there's an amazing woman healer and he'll put two and two together and come and find us. And so they do this. We get this whole wacky kind of scenario where they go. And, and then he's like, well, obviously, if you start healing, he'll know that. But to make it even more noticeable, I'll do dancing. <laughs> Yeah, I'll be the best. And he thinks he's so good. He's so bad. <laughs> and, everyone, and everybody hates him. I, I feel so see, bad for him. I don't see how he's bad. I don't know enough about it. I don't to, know enough about it. But like but when they had the other guy, bad. when they had the other like minstrel guy do it, he was like pretty good. Yeah, like, the other guy you could tell was really good. Also, Claire, they're like talking about it. And she's like, you know, what if you need like a song? Like, what if you did a song? And she starts singing just to Murtaugh. Yeah. And she sings a song from her time period. Mm-hmm. It's the oogie boogie. I don't know the words. Yeah. Doogie uh, boogie doodle, doodle, doodle. And it's like, 
Vertog is like, what is this alien music? Uh, like, no, but he thinks it's good. He thinks it's good. Yeah. Um, he's just never heard anything like it before. And he's, he's like, like whoa, whoa, okay, whoa. we need to swap that out with some real Scottish lyrics. Okay. Yes. I don't know yes. what that oogie boogie is. Yeah. And so they do. And she's like the Sassanac or something. Yeah. And she sings a song and she's like, she's like a good singer. Mm-hmm. And the crowd likes it because it's a song they've never heard before. And then you just see this gypsy guy standing on the wall looking all sour-faced. And I'm like, oh, crap, who's this guy? Yeah. And these are actually really talented musicians. (laughs) And they steal the song. They have this other girl sing it, and she's so much better. It's like she's, like, done it her whole life, you know, singing like this. And they get really mad. They're like, and they explain to the gypsy, like, the reason we're doing this is to find my husband. Like, it's for love. And... He's like, I'll stop doing it for like a million dollars or something. <laughs> no, but they, yeah, they basically pay him off. And and Murtaugh's like, it's a gypsy. Like, he's still going to do it. You just gave him like all your money and he's still going to do it. So they keep going around and sure enough, they encounter them later and they're still doing it. Well, before that too, one of the big things that happens is they're, they're not getting anywhere because this is obviously a, a, just, a, a, just a shitty plan. Just a really shitty yeah. plan. Yeah. <laughs> it's just the worst plan ever. She questions Murtaugh's uh, love of Jamie. And she's like, you don't love him as much as I do. And maybe you're not trying hard enough. And yep. he confesses, not only is he the godfather, but he used to love Jamie's mother. Right. And he had made her this ivory bracelet. Or not an ivory. It was like a horn, I think, maybe. Mm-hmm. It was a pretty sweet looking bracelet. And yep. then Claire's like, oh, shit, I just got this from, from Jenny. It was a gift to their mother. And he's like, oh, great. Awesome. And so that was a, it was a pretty cool moment fleshing yeah. out Murtaugh there. Yep. Um, and just seeing how much of a bro he is and Claire getting to see that. She's like, oh, I'm sorry. You're, you're a bro. Yeah. And then they run back into the gypsy. And he's like, yeah, I didn't stop. <laughs> like, I totally didn't. But yeah. there's this giant ginger guy who came here matching the description of the guy you want. I'll tell you where he was at last. And then turns out he's captured at Fort William. So the right. whole time he was just it just led back to him being captured. It was like when you're watching Last Jedi and they're like, we got to get on here and we got to disable this so the shields are down. And then then they, they go somewhere else and they get back there and it doesn't matter that they didn't have the right hacker yeah. for the codes anyway. Right. I was kind of like, well, he's exactly. captured the yeah, whole yeah, time yeah. anyways. What was yeah. this whole side quest episode about? I, I liked know. the I, Murtaugh backstory, but I was just like, I did like the Murtaugh this? backstory. I know. I didn't need the whole singing that's just my opinion. It wasn't my favorite part of the show when they did the whole singing and dancing stuff over and, and over me, again. But I was like, the healer thing makes sense. But what does the singing woman? I know. How would Jamie be like? That's got to be my wife. She's never ever sung before. <laughs> you I know. know. I, I know. Don't, I don't know. Maybe in the books, it maybe it was more fleshed out. Why? Yeah. So anyway, they find out where Jamie is is and they're like well we need to break into this place and this is when claire tries to convince rupert and angus to do it and it's actually and willie. like yeah but they're like no yeah like absolutely not like that's that's suicide and it kind of like i'm like but it's jamie oh we forgot a big part hmm. also there's a play there's a time when somebody is like they take Claire and Murtaugh to this place because they heard it was Jamie mm-hmm. and it turns out to be Dougal. Oh, that's right. Yeah. They and Dougal, Dougal basically 
proposes to Claire that like, look, Jamie's going to get killed. You should just marry me. I'll protect you and I'll make sure you live a good, comfortable life. He's basically saying, because if, if not, you know, you're screwed, basically, you know, yeah. and he's not even going to try. She's like, you're not even going to try to save him. Your nephew, like, you're not even going to give it, give it a shot. Oh, this is yeah. where she gets the information from, I think. Yeah, and that's where him. she gets the information. She yeah. trades because he's like, well, I'll tell you where he's at. But if he's already dead, then you have to marry me. That's the bargain. Yeah. Yep. And she's like, all right, yeah, I'll make that deal. Yeah, sure. So it's just like, yeah. again, Dougal, you're like, well, Dougal, what, what are you doing? This is Jamie. And then he like says something to her like, um, I won't force any of my men to help you. Yeah. But I also won't stop them mm-hmm. if they choose to go on their own. And that's when she goes and confronts. Did she go to the fort by herself? Because I remember she went to the fort by herself. At she some did point. go to the fort with Murtaugh. I think she was trying to like politically get him out somehow. And then yeah, she finds she out couldn't. where he is. And he's in this creepy right. dungeon. Jamie is. And yeah. tries to get because him out. What ha- yeah. And of course, Randall shows up. And he's got well, this. Well, Randall like, showed up like right as he was about to get killed. Quarry oh, just that's got right. well, McCory just got hanged. McCory just got hanged, and he was like, James Fraser, turn it's your turn. Mm-hmm. He goes up, he's got the noose around him, and Black Shag Randall comes and saves the day for once. Although Jamie might have preferred the noose for I what think I would have just took the noose. But... I'd be like, I was like, don't listen to that guy. He's like, don't don't hurt my don't hurt my boy toy. He's like, he comes in and he, and he takes him down. Randall, and he's like, put him in a sit. So as soon as I yeah, would have seen jumped Randall, off, <laughs> I would have been like, yoink, or or I would have just done so, something that they're like, no way, we can't let this guy go. I would have been like, screw the king, fuck the king, fuck King John. <laughs> yeah, he puts him in the cell. Yeah, but then Claire goes and she tries to ask the guys to help break Jamie out. And they're really reluctant, but it's Willie who's like, I'll do it. Mm. And then Rupert is like, well, I can't have, let him have all the fun. I'll go to an Angus. And they end up agreeing. Yeah. And she's there first, though. And this is the last two episodes. I'm on my second watch through now of the show. When I was going through season one, I just skipped the last two episodes because oh, I knew what happened. And this, yeah. the second to last episode... I mean, it is just like a, it is just a torture fest, like the whole time. It's just yeah. like, so let's go into it. Let's go into it in explicit detail. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I mean, no, but it, I mean, at one Black point, Jack Randall comes in. Yeah. And you think Jamie's going to escape at one point. He like kills the big dude. He like lunges away and you're like, here we go. And then yeah. of course, like other guards come down and Randall's like, stay away. Like, and, and it, it's just like beating yeah. her, beating him, uh, hurting his hand more and more. And yeah, then so he like breaks his hand and then nails it to the table. Yeah. Just a hammer to it. And it's just right in front of her. It is and just he basically with her much. there, with her there, he like, um, basically makes Jamie agree. He's like, I, I'll let her go if you just give in to me you just surrender yourself to me completely surrender your body to me is what he says so jamie jamie only does it to protect claire he says i promise to do that and he's like yeah. can i test your promise and then he stabs his hand through 
and it's just like, oh God. And then he throws Claire out of the fort. Yeah. Before that happens, though, she tells him she whispers when he's going to die. Yes. And I was like, can you please, can I please hear it? Can I please hear that it's going to be in like three minutes from now? I know. <laughs> and he looks at her like crazy, but then he throws her out and he goes back in. And he just does horrible things to Jamie. Um, yeah, he's just, he uses lavender, too. Yeah, it's he like, like his bathes Jamie. He says something like, wow, you are like the perfect specimen or something. Or he's like admiring his the scars on the back and all. He has his way. He does whatever he wants with Jamie. Yeah. And like and then that's pretty much where that episode ends. She starts to try and get the boys together to try and get another way to break him out. It is just too much torture. And then it's, so it starts with rape at the end of this one. And then the next one, the next episode, the last episode of the season picks up and is just like him broken. And they just the whole time yeah. people are like, oh, it's because it's a guy getting raped. Maybe partly that anytime I see anyone get raped in a show or movie, it makes me uncomfortable for like, yeah, I don't days. think it matters that it's just for a guy. Days, I mean, it makes I me, it might, just... me uncomfortable. It's not so much, yeah. It's not even that it's a guy on guy. It's just, it's one horrible. It's first of all, it's the hero, and it's like, like yeah, it's like Batman getting raped. It's like Jon Snow getting. Don't like to see that it. It pretty much it did break him too. It broke him mentally and emotionally. And it's the whole episode. It's like the whole episode. They just keep cutting back and forth and back and forth. Anyway, they got him out though. They get him out. They They use cows. To get him yes, out. the best the, the cows write this letter urging yeah, the king. The cows, they yes, they're like, the, We're gonna stop putting out milk for you bastards. The cows are like, We're gonna lay siege to this fort. <laughs> they just storm in. We're gonna but go on do. strike. Yeah, so like Blackjack Randall gets up in the morning or something, and he's like, After they're both laying naked on the bed, and he goes in and he's like, What's that sound? and he goes to the door, and the cows like run him over, the door collapses on him. And Murtaugh like steps through and like looks at him and he's just like, okay, good. He must be dead or something. Let's go. Just kill the dude. Oh my God. Stab him. Stab him. Get something sharp. Find, find a soft spot anywhere. I know, but they don't, they don't, they get Jamie out. Um, They get him to Claire, like a, um, a church or something. They take refuge at. And then Claire like sets his hand back, bandages it, everything you need to do. But he is like he wants to kill himself. He wants to die. Like he he's is refusing food, using food, and Claire like has to go. And he like won't talk about what happened. Claire like has to get dark. She decides because she's tried everything. She's tried and being so, nice to him to get him yeah. up, open up. So yeah. she starts being mean to him basically. Yeah, and it works. And he you tells know? her everything. And the the big thing for him uh, was not only just getting raped for however long he was in there and just. But also that at one point when Randall is being nicer to him, that he has he enjoys himself because it's just something yeah. different than pain. And yes, yeah, exactly. And he's delirious, too. So they sh- well, the way they do the clip, it's like he's imagining it's Claire. I just fast forward through this. <laughs> like okay, so all the scenes like I honestly I have not seen. I would just see like skin. And the two of them, every now and then, I would just fast so, forward. Right he kept through. seeing the, the like, first time watching through. The second time, I just skipped the whole episode. So Randall put like lavender on himself, and he kept like saying Claire's name during these scenes. 
Yeah, and so yeah. Jamie and ja and they kept showing Jamie's vision and it would be like, it would start as Randall's face, but then it would like turn into Claire or vice versa. So Jamie kept thinking of Claire during the whole scene that he was yeah. getting. So that was so, like a survival technique for him. You yeah, know? but you're right. He kind of, he, he admits it kind of felt good at some points and it was because it wasn't pain. It was, and he broke is the other he thing. Broke. He yeah. actually broke. He was able to take a second flogging for hours without breaking but then this time he broke so he just felt ashamed and betrayed yeah. and weak and like after the last episode where it was just like constant torture and and like threat of sexual violence and then it ended with some sexual violence and then this yeah. one was literally sexual violence the whole time i was ready to stop the show yeah like if you would have just alluded to it you showed it maybe a little bit for once it wouldn't have been that bad but i mean it was the entire episode the entire right. episode kept cutting to this yeah so like anyway I, said, I didn't even watch it i fast forward through it yeah like the minute it would like start to come on i'd be like fast forward but i would still see enough and my imagination would fill in the gaps yeah. that it was it was still too much for me you know yeah so it was rough it was rough they end up at deciding to do once they jamie is starting to come around she gets kind of in the dark with him and kind of makes him realize there's it can get better. They decide they're going to leave. They're going to go to France. Turns out she's pregnant. Yeah. And she's like, well, hey, the Jacobite rebellion and all the people we love are going to die unless we try and do something about it. We, I know the future. So, yep. So they decide they're going to go to France. And Jamie, you can see, is still a little broken. And it's going to take time to heal from this. And is you know, as they get on the ship... Uh, Angus asks for a kiss and he kisses Angus and Rupert says goodbye and it's just like oh man it's hitting hitting home and they get on the ship Claire tells Jamie she's pregnant that's what Jamie needed to hear and he like something new something new and it's just them and Murtaugh going yep. so and that's where we end like I said I I really love the shows uh most of the drama I like the action end of it. I like the Scottish elements and the Gaelic and the 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 limited fantasy I, part of it. I love the her being able to come back and and applying all these medical techniques that haven't been invent, invented yet, or knowing the herbs and knowing the the science behind yeah. things that these people don't. So that was really cool. I love that aspect too. I thought it was really yeah, cool. definitely. Um, but overall, yeah, it was a great show. Really rough ending to a season. Like I said, um, I was ready to quit after this. And yeah. uh, I think some people are like, well, it's because it was a man and you're a man. It has nothing. No, if Claire it, was getting raped for a full episode at the beginning be of the show. Oh, it's too rough. And after a whole episode of like torture, it, it wouldn't have mattered who it was. It could have been Angus. No. It could have been no. Miss Fitzgibbons. I don't care. Like I was yeah. ready to stop. But I think the show does an interesting thing of showing men this thing's happening to men, which we don't see that in shows a lot. No. And it can happen. Obviously, we think about it more with women. But mm -hmm. so it was an, it's an interesting twist to see how the men deal with it, too. And um, trauma. I mean, we all deal, deal with it differently, but tough I stuff. like how they handle it because I was just like, and I think it's kind of even a reflection on us because I, even my head, I was like, well, now he's broken forever. The hero. Yeah, he can't be Aragon again after know, this. And he got he got branded by Randall. Yeah. Well, they cut that off and they too. Cut the, which they cut it sweet. off because he's like, I he owns me now. He got the brand. Like, yeah. you can't undo a brand. He's like, 
And Claire's like, oh, yeah, we're going to cut that <laughs> right off. Yes, we can. Yeah. I Without spoilers for any other future season, I like how they handle it. And I kind of like how yeah. he handles it. Um, totally. To some degree. That was season one. And season one. Tell us your thoughts on the season. And I'm sure we missed there's so many details in these 16 episodes. We did our best to get through them and not take all day. But, but we did. Uh, we did. <laughs> Let us know what you thought. We hope you enjoyed. And uh, we'll be back with you for uh, season two and the rest of the seasons. It's like we always say. Uh, goodbye. Uh, goodbye.